But this tweet just says, ladies, if you can't appreciate your, fr- if he can't appreciate your fruit jokes, then you need to let that man go. What the hell does this mean, Sal? What does this mean? Oh, well, I'm so happy that you've asked. Um, do you see any, uh, any jokes in this tweet? Do you understand any? Is there anything you can see in here, possibly? If you, if you, if if you analyze it. If you can't appreciate your fruit jokes, then you need to let him... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> a, uh- gentlemen purple vector purple how you doing i'm doing great homie how are you i'm doing very well sal man i'm doing very well i'm already calling you on a first name basis i I feel like we're we're too close already all right this is supposed to be an interview i'm supposed to keep some distance here be professional but but sal how was your day what you been up to today my man today um woke up 8 a.m. went to work, but we're not at work yet, so I can't talk about that just yet. Okay, okay. yeah, that's uh, later. Yeah, that's later. Yeah, it's later. <laughs> so I went to work. I I uh, got home. I did some 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 other work that we could talk about later. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went and I picked up some clothes for tonight. I got myself a nice little flannel jacket. I'm feeling great. You dressed up for this? You bought a oh, flannel dude. for this? Dude, this is a nice flannel. I'm gonna use this. It's I'm gonna lovely. Use this, man. No, that's fresh. It's, it, I mean, it's flannel season, all right? It's, it's getting into fall. So you, you, you looking fresh tonight, man. I'm, I'm liking it. I, I appreciate you, you dressing up over here. I just put a, a cozy uh, whatever shirt I could find from my closet in a chain, and we're ready to go, my mans, all right? Oh, yes, sir. But Purple, you know, I start these shows pretty much the same way, and I always like to tell the guests or all those that are watching how we connected. And I'm not sure if you even fully know how, how I stumbled upon you. But uh, the way it happened, Purple, was, you know, I was in the midst of creating the uh, Moms the Host Invitational, which for everyone that doesn't know, it's a 64-streamer um, rock, paper, scissor tournament. It's, it's in the style of March Madness. So it's like single elimination, all that jazz. And I stumbled upon you on Twitter through a mutual friend. And okay. then, you know, I see that you're looking for people to work with, too. And, and I was just, you know, I, I was like, I'll, I'll shoot. I'll, we'll see. We'll see. And, you know, my, one of my friends, Colin Smoke, started vouching, all this jazz, and, 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 you know, lo and behold, here we are today. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate uh, your willingness to try something different. I promise you, all right? I've, been, I've done this 105 times now, all right? I like, to think, I like to think I'm pretty clean with it, but we'll see. You never know, all right? You never know. No, 100%, dude. I'm, I'm definitely happy. Uh, I, I remember watching a... Uh inside the streamer studio of a friend of mine and uh i, w- I was genuinely enjoying it, it was uh andy vmg and yeah. I, I it was aaron as well yeah and oh. i was watching that and it was it was super fun uh, i i saw it and uh and then i fo- i i don't have i followed you on twitter yet don't even don't we don't gotta you know we don't gotta air that out all right we don't okay, gotta okay, okay, we don't okay, got, it's okay I'll, I'll forgive you but uh, okay. you know you got 24 hours all right you got 24 oh, hours okay, before okay, that forgiveness okay. comes into a uh, into a uh, expiration there but but sal <laughs> thank you so much for being here uh i'm gonna start us off here we're gonna talk about your your life here on twitch first and and then we'll get into the life stories later all right so okay the first question is always um before you were even streaming, if that applies, how long have you had your Twitch account in general? 
I've had my Twitch account for probably five years. Five years? Yeah, about Whoa. five years. I've rebranded like three different times. Okay, so around, we're talking 2016. About 2016 was whenever I started doing it a little bit more concurrently. Damn. And what, what got you to this place in the, fir- uh, in the first place? What made you make your account to begin with? Um, I've always been a fan of content creation. I mean, back in 2012, I used to watch all sorts of like Minecraft videos as like a lot of mm-hmm. people did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely saw that as an avenue that I thought would be super cool and super fun to invest time in. Mm-hmm. Uh, started off with Minecraft Hunger Games. I, I became a fan of lots of different content creators. And I realized that this is something that I kind of want to pursue. Yeah. And, uh, no, it's, it's just it's been a wild ride ever since. It's been super fun. You got to tell me, who are some of these creators that you were watching back in the day? Back in the day, ooh, back in the day, uh, like, and a, and a few of them are friends now. There's a guy named Beijing Canadian that okay. I used to watch, Mitch. Um, I believe Max is in the chat. He's a, His name is Mythzan. He was one of my friends uh, mm-hmm. now, one of my close brothers. Uh, I used to watch his content, loved it, S- found it super just enjoyable, and I realized that I wanted to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I watched a, a variety of content creators that honestly – pushed me into the avenue that I am now. And I definitely say Mitch and Max, those two are the ones that definitely got me into doing what I do. That's awesome. You said the phrase, it pushed you into the avenue that you do now. Where were you and where are you now? Like, where did they they transition you or, or guide you into where you are today? I guess, I mean, I was super young. I mean, I'm 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, I, I mean, if you think back to 2012, I was a, I was a small kid. And I and I was using my parents' iMac to create, <laughs> yeah, to create QuickTime video player uh, videos for like uh, I know they came out with Among Us, but before mm. that it was Henry Stickman Chronicles. Mm. Um, they'd have they'd have the web game, mm-hmm. um, and they'd have it online, and I would be uh, I'd be essentially screen sharing that Agario, like Ooh. you can't like old stuff. Yeah. I mean, but no stuff like that was was what I started with, and like. I realized as I continued to watch these content creators, as I continued to move forward, I was like, I'm going to try to push the Minecraft Avenue and see how it goes. Nice. And then then it just became something that I treasure. That's awesome. I love that. I love that a ton. So uh, let me take you, let's take a few steps back though, all right? I want to ask you, you you said you created your account in 2016. Uh, When did you press that go live button for the first time though? Oh my I'd say I'd say the same year. I'd say the mm-hmm. same year. Um, it, it was it was a, an amalgamation of Minecraft, and it was before Fortnite was in the battle royale stage. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Save the World. So oh playing, yeah, was, yeah. So I was playing Save the World in the beta, um, and oh, I was playing God. Minecraft, and that was that was that was what I was doing. So hipster, Sal. All right, you were playing Fortnite before it was even battle royale, let alone cool. Right. All right, that's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous I, I love that though so you were you were streaming save the world yes on twitch so tell me this like when you press that go live button for the first time what was going through your head like how was it how was the stream tell me about the community you had at the time <laughs> dude at the time i didn't have a community yeah it was really it was just a jump of faith um mm-hmm. and i i genuinely i mean for two years i had two three viewers mm. um so there wasn't really much of community, and I'm betting one of the viewers was probably just my own tab open on the internet. <laughs> so yeah. uh, who knows? Whoever that one person was, they, I know one guy. He might not be here today. Mm-hmm. Um, Kong. I've he, he, I've known him for about eight years. Mm. Um, now known him since forever. 
And I know that he used to hop into my chats and he used to hang out and vibe with me. He's from Iceland, Damn. believe it or not. Okay. I, I've, I've, I don't have no idea how that friendship came to be, but mm. uh, he definitely was somebody that was there. But it really wasn't much of a community up until about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Mm. Mm. That's awesome. So, all right, tell me about that transformation. Tell me about how after two and two and a half years, you were able to cultivate a, a group of people that you know you're going to see when you go live and that you can vibe with even offline. I'd say it was the exact moment that I was asked to join Team Vactor, which oh, okay. is essentially the the group of content creators uh, that, that, that a guy named Red, Michael, Red Vactor, put together. Mm-hmm. Um, he invited me to join it. I was doing uh, I was I was playing Fortnite at the time. It was back in 2017, 18, whenever I first met him. Okay. Um, and he was streaming on YouTube. Um, and uh, I became a moderator for him. Another year passed, and he once he he was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna join the team?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "You wanna you wanna be a part of this?" Uh, the day that I started, um, he essentially raided me from his Twitch stream because he he took the transition from YouTube to Twitch. Yeah. Um. And he basically invited me into the family and mm-hmm. sent everybody my way. And uh, mm-hmm. since then, we've had people like from all different types of uh, backgrounds all across the world join the stream. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been a, a, a giant cultivation since that time where I took that step from being my old brand to Purple Vector, mm-hmm. uh, Sal. So and that's where that transition happened. What was that old brand out of curiosity? Uh, Mander. Man- uh, I, I called it... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Now, now let me let me explain. So Please. my name's Sal. My name's Sal. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, my nickname when I was a little bit younger was Salamander. Okay. 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 Kind so of fresh. Mander, Mander kind of makes I, sense. I, I thought, it makes sense I now. It was fresh. I thought yeah. it was fresh. So was fresh. how did you then get the name uh, Purple Vector? Well, joining the team. So yeah. Red Vector was already a part. So it was it was Red Vector who founded it alongside Blue Vector. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we added someone named Pink. Um, and then they added me and mm. then we've, we've added, I believe three more people since then. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Did you get to choose the color or was that just a sign? Um, dude, honestly, I like the color purple. Yeah. So when he asked me if I wanted to be purple vector, I was like, dude, <sighs> sign me up. I mean, sign me up. Man. That's royalty. All right. It's it the color. Of the, it's the brand right here on Twitch. All right. What yeah, are we doing? Exactly. So are you're, doing here? you're winning. You're winning there. I think uh, it sounds like Red Vector might have had uh, biases at this point. All right. I think he's giving you the good colors here. That's I know. Yeah. yeah. Keep uh, sipping the tea. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> going from there, tell me, you know, it sounds like this was such a, a, a monumental point in your content creation career in joining the Team Vector crew there. So, you know, the question being, uh, what did that mean to you at the time? You know, what was going through your head? You were you were modding for him. You were you were kind of in the community around the 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 outskirts. I wouldn't even say outskirts. You were within the community. You're a part of what he's doing, and to be offered this opportunity and and knowing that you have this passion in content creation, what did this opportunity mean to you? And 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 what does it look in terms of future? Like, uh, where do you see this in terms of the future? So genuinely, whenever it first was offered to me, I was like, does that mean I'm going to have a community now? Does that mean there's actually going to be people in my streams? Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Immediately, it changed into a lifestyle that I would never regret taking. Like, it it has changed my life for the better. I've met so many beautiful human beings. Mm. Um, I'm talking about their soul. I'm not just talking about their face. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's that that transition 
And what that meant for me at the time was, okay, this could be a thing. Mm -hmm. This legit, this could be my, this could be my job. This could be what I'm doing for a living. Wow. And, and I mean, since then, just an outpouring of love from the community that I joined two years ago and an outpouring of just, of just kindness from them is, has just been overbearing at times. There's times where like, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I, there's times where they've legit brought me to tears and then, and then I feel so weird about it. So I switched over to my other screen. I'm like, you guys can't see me like this. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, I love that. I love how you, that's a good problem to have, to have a community that yeah. loves you so much yeah. that it's overbearing. That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. But they don't show it. <laughs> they don't they show it you before we got started. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah I, they they uh that's how they show love sometimes well what is this stinky narrative that they keep pushing why dude, why do you why okay. are you being uh accused of being stinky dude, my man i don't i don't remember who started it yeah but it was it was like maybe a year to a year and a half ago mm-hmm. someone called me stinky was it ross okay i it might have been ross. ross it was another friend of mine called me stinky and then people have just called me stinky since then it's canon. and i'm like dude i'm like literally they're like it's con- it's canonical yeah sal is and I don't know what to do about it. I've told them. I'm like, guys, don't call me. <laughs> I yeah, swear. I take, I take showers, man. I put on that Cologne, man. I put on <laughs> this is that purple vector uh, lore that we all been waiting for for so long. This is wild. That's just wild. <laughs> That's, uh, Dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's tough. Hey, at least you ain't telling your height. All right. I told my height the very first time it was over. All right. Rest in peace. I'm done. I'm pretty much I have I already know I have a limited amount of time here on this uh, <laughs> platform because I told my height was five, six, man. It's over. Oh, I no, say, why man. you make that face, Sal? You, no, you no, don't I'm be not, a statistic, I'm not my man. Oh, no to don't your be height. a statistic. All right. <laughs> hey man, I'm not saying oh no to the height. I'm saying oh no to the sadness that it has brought. <laughs> You can't even keep it straight. You can't even keep it. You know what, Sal? I'm going to get you in a bit, but I got a couple more questions before that. All right. I'll get you back in a bit. This thing, you said it was a lifestyle change when this happened. Tell me about that. What do you mean by it was a lifestyle change when you joined the Vector crew? Well, at the time, my my goal in life was to be a content creator, but I didn't see it happening. So Mm -hmm. I just decided. And at the time, I was super, I was a lot younger. So I was deciding whether or not what path or, or I would take in the future in regards to like education or what my career might be. Yeah. Um, and being that young, I, even now, it's like I don't have a clue mm-hmm. when it comes to career. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm hoping it's this, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it 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 immediately changed from a from a want to a you have this. Like wow. you you are now you are in it. You're in mm-hmm. it for the long haul. You got these people around you that are supporting you. What are you going to do with it? And that's essentially what that transition looked like for me. It's like I I have a duty. If you think of streamers and you think of content creators, all we are are civil servants. Yeah. Like we're here we're here to love on these people whenever they might not have a home they can call for themselves. You know, mm. be a home away from home is essentially what we're called to be for yeah. people. Just to Amen. outpour love on them. Amen. And I and I and I and I've never been happier. Sal, dude, all right, it's Monday and you're still taking us to church. What's your deal? All right, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm <laughs> preaching up in here. I love it. No, I love that. That that's so good because I think a lot of uh, of Twitch and and even with content creators, it, it's it's easy to fall into drama toxicity. I'm not. I I will be the first one to say that I myself, you know, have fallen into it. It's tough. No, yeah, and and looking at yourself in the mirror and trying to shake that off and, and try to create something special here, try to create something safe is, is, 
it's a daily commitment and it's 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 yeah. what you want especially it, it it separates i think those that you know say it as a dream content creation is my dream and those are actually wanting to live it and so i yeah. love that purple i love that that you have them mentality and that drive within yourself let me ask you Thank this you. all right sal how have you as a content creator evolved from when you first started how have you evolved over time in height, probably. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> all right, buddy. All right. How tall? Uh, can I ask no, how tall you are on the record? Okay. So I'm 5'11. Okay. And I get made fun of. I, I tweeted out a little bit ago. I got roasted. Yeah. My my driver's license from uh-huh. two years ago, mm-hmm. It I was 5'8 at the time. And I just got my new driver's license for turning 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody is saying that. Since it says that on my new driver's license, my 18-year-old driver's license, that it says I'm 5'8", yeah. I guess I'm just 5'8 on the virtual world. You I know, guess that's a- Purple, I, I, I hate to bring it. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this live, all right, notice how his cam is at an angle above him. That's how you can't tell how tall he is. All right, that's a that's a little camera trick uh, in the industry here, all right? Bro, <laughs> I, what do you mean? What, I, I ain't got no socks on. I can't stand up and go over there. It's okay, buddy. Hey, man, short gangs, you're part of the short kings. It's all right. <laughs> You st- okay, to, yeah. to be fair, Short King Anthem. Short King Anthem, to right? be fair, there's something about even you saying 5'11, people will still hold it over you. We're like, you're not six. It's not six, which I'm just like, really? I know people who've done that to me. Yeah. I, I, I called short. I was called short for the first time a week ago mm-hmm. because I wasn't six foot. Wow. And I was like, I took that to heart. Because <laughs> I've never been called short. Thoughts and that's prayers, what? purple. Thoughts and prayers, man. That's that's brutal. That's brutal. All right. That's. Uh, I don't know how you're gonna rebound from this, but good luck here, right. Sal. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm even tall enough to rebound. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's go. Uh, well, you sharp. We got someone sharp today on the show. Uh, but oh, I'm sorry. but honestly, Sal, like, how have you changed? How have you evolved over time? I think this is such a big, you know, content creation, especially live streaming on Twitch, is something that. You know, if someone was able to watch you from two years ago to now, when you said you were being consistent, like they can see the evolution and the growth within you as a person, hopefully growth. So what do you see that within yourself, though? I mean, I'd say because when it when when content creation really started for me as a as a as a as not a hobby anymore, but more as a as a work um, before then, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I was not the best person. I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I I was young. I was immature. Um, I said things I shouldn't have said. Um, and I didn't understand the gravity of my words. So back then I was a whole lot different if, if that, if that, if that translates. Um, and, uh, I, what I've seen is just maturity. At least I'd like to say so, uh, Mm um, maturity in my, in my, in my mental game, uh, Mm -hmm. just in, in my life, in my heart, my soul, like just being able to push past that barrier of knowing, okay, uh, you're not in seventh eighth grade uh you're 18 and back then whenever i was viewing it as a dream i was having the trying to pull a personality out of myself that wasn't myself Mm. uh trying to be funny in a way that's not funny and in reality it was offensive and hurtful yeah and being able to understand what was the problem back then and how can i transition into something brand new how can i transition into something that's evolved and just uh more more of on a sense that you know how to show appreciation for people mm-hmm. and how to how to communicate clearly how to speak what's on your mind and show love regardless of a situation wow. i think that's the transition that changed from being at that at that at that two three viewers 
yeah. to the 60-70 that shot up with that new community. Holy cow. Sal, I got a decade of life on you, all right? I'm 28 yeah. years old, and you are still teaching me things that I think I need to apply to this very day. I love that, man. That was, that was beautifully said. Thank you. No, thank you so much for sharing that. It's like an angel, man. You, you, you're an angel of a guest tonight. So thank you. You, you made this so kind. That being said, all right, I'm not letting you off the hook. Here's the thing, Purple, all right? Uh, I'm, a, I'm pretty new at Twitch, all right? And I can't be everywhere at once. Like I said, I, I, I recently started kind of watching you from afar, watching your stuff on, on Twitch, seeing your stuff on Twitter, this and that. And so what I will say is this, I, uh, I try to find common ground with my guests, all right? I try to find something that I can bond with them and maybe even just understand them a little bit more. So that being said, I have three of your clips from your channel. And Gosh. why you look like that, Sal? It's free. It's public. It's like a library, <laughs> Sal. It's like a library, all right? Oh, why, no. Why are you oh, so it, nervous? What, what, what can I possibly... What can I possibly dig up, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, man. We're going to find out right now. So this first one, if you want to watch along, if you have the stream up, you can listen on your end. Um, this first one, I, I see, I don't understand. You know, I'm a little bit new to the game, and I'll switch over scenes right now. This first one just says, you what? And, and I just don't, I don't get it, all right? It's 30 seconds long. We're just going to run it. And, and I'll have you explain what's going on in the clip, all right? That's it. All right, let's give it a listen. Let's go. Good time for everybody, okay? Yeah. We just got done playing Smash Bros. Come on, man. Yeah, bro. You ever thought about smashing your homies? Give me a second. I'm still thinking. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm still thinking. He's like, I mean, he's like, honestly. <laughs> If you guys don't clip that, I don't know what you guys need to clip. I mean, on something right now? You ever think about smashing your homies? Sal, go ahead. Tell me what's going on in this clip. <laughs> okay, so this is the first time that, at the time, the guy that's sitting down crouched, that's my mm -hmm. brother, Paul. He's nice. Silver Vector. Um, this was before he was Silver Vector, but this was the first time that me, Blue Vector, and Red Vector had been together in an IRL setting, mm -hmm. okay? And we were just letting loose on humor, <laughs> okay? Just yeah. letting it loose. Yeah. Um, I don't even, I look so much different. That was like from a, like six months ago, and I mm -hmm. don't know why I look so different now. But True. essentially, essentially, we played Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you think about it, if you're using adjectives correctly, you were smashing your bros. It, it, there's, you mean, it's a, it's a, it's it's technically the truth there it and, is uh, okay so that, that's what we're gonna live off of we're living off of you living in the truth all right he's using wordplay yeah. ladies and gentlemen he's using wordplay I, i'll let you off the hook a little bit tell me this so you were referring to smash bros which, what's which style is your game which one of, of all the smash oh um, dude makes is, is yours go ahead i might i don't i don't think i'll get roasted for it okay but since see. i'm young my favorite was brawl I love Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I just did because I was young. I was I was a young man. I had the mm -hmm. Wii. Mm -hmm. All right. I mm -hmm. love playing Wii Fit. I love doing Wii Sports mm -hmm. and Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I love Smash Brothers Brawl. I love the music. The music and, really is what enticed me. Who did you play, Kirby? Who did you play, Sal? Who did you play? Oh, dude, back, dude. Here's the deal. People hate me for it. Okay, here we go. 
I love Ike. That's not bad. Why, why do people I'm, hate you for that? I, I, explain that to me. Up, up B. Up okay. B. So you spamming. You spamming. That's the reason why, my man. So, right? You, you just yeah. <laughs> up, up B. That's it. That's the whole thing. Oh, dude, but here's the deal. If, if I genuinely play for more mm-hmm. than a week, mm-hmm. like, and I'm playing consistently, I'm really good with Ike. Okay. But if I hop on, like, for example, with Ultimate, mm-hmm. I played it for a decent bit when it came out. Totally mm-hmm. tossed it to the side. A couple months ago, a guy named Yahi said, hey, you want to play Smash? I played Ike. And? Up B. Oh, my god. Did not work. Old Did. dog, old tricks, my mans. All right? Where's the versatility? There's literally Dude. so many combos you can have. I know, I know there are, but I don't know them. I gotta, That's I gotta fair. learn. That's fair. I gotta learn. That's fair. In in this crew of, of four people total, though, in this clip, you think you could take them all? You think you could? You think you're the best in Smash? Uh, honestly, yes. Wow. Honestly, I do. And I, and and if they're in here, you know, I'm calling you out because I know, right. I know. Here's the deal: the one on the far right, mm-hmm. big Nintendo person, but they okay. don't play Smash all that much. The one, the the person that probably has the best the best chance of beating me is the one with the red hair named Red Vector. Okay. That's the one that has the best chance beating me. Now, Paul, he's still new to new to the the content space and new to the Nintendo. I got him a Switch Lite mm-hmm. uh, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's got it. I don't know. If oh my! God. It sounds like we need a Vector Smash tournament. All right, we, on the we, line. We do. That's, we do. Hey, I, I, I the story writes itself at this point. All right, the story writes itself. I love that. That's the first clip, though, Sal. All right, easy as that. Not bad. Not bad. It's a it's a cakewalk on this show, all right. This next this next one also an older clip. It only had eleven views, but I'm curious to see. <laughs> I'm curious to see what you think of it. All right, it is titled oh. "Definition of Chooch." I've never heard of this word. All right, <laughs> and so I'm gonna have you. Uh, just we're we're gonna listen on what's going on here, and I'll have you tell me what you think about it, as well as if this applies to you. All right, Thir- twenty eight seconds long. Let's give it a listen. Look up chotch, like just chotch. Oh, chotch. Chotch is synonymous to yeah. douchebag and is defined as a male with spiked hair, usually blonde or bleached blonde, a fake tan. Holy shit, it is you. A faked tan and fake jewelry. In other words, a chotch is totally fake. Okay, well, you're not totally fake, but you are a chotch. I'm not a male with spiked hair and bleached blonde hair or fake tan. You did bleach your hair. I did bleach my hair, but that's just because I'm a freaking punk. A chotch. I said a chooch, all right? Chooch sounds like a, a nasty <laughs> word. Chooch is a little nasty. That's on me. That's on me. Chooch, and I was like, really? <laughs> all right. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 forgive me on this. I'll edit it out later in post. I'll edit it out later in post. <laughs> all right. But, but tell me, so a, 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 what is it? A chotch, correct? A chotch. A chotch. Yeah, so a chotch is someone, it, it sounds like they're like phony e-boy, if I really had to say, with the bleached hair, the jewelry, uh, the douchey attitude. How did this come up in conversation about you? And what is your case saying that you are not a chotch? Okay, so I was in a call with a few friends. One of them was actually Max right there. That was one of my homies that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. He was the one that called me uh, not a douchebag, but a chotch. Okay. Um, essentially, chotch, I, I've said that word forever. And in that conversation, essentially, Max was telling me, hey, chotch isn't a word. You made it up, so it has no meaning. So I asked Urban Dictionary if it had a meaning. Mm. And Urban Dictionary had a meaning. I mean, you look anything up on Urban Dictionary, they'll have it. 
True. So I looked up Chotch. They said it's synonymous to douchebag, fake tan, bleach blonde hair. I did bleach my hair for a bit. I looked like a off-brand Ross Lynch. What was that phase? Why why the bleached hair? Can you tell me about that phase? Dude, honestly, it wasn't even like rebellion. I just constantly was like, what would I look like with like blonde hair? And I, and I liked it. I thought it looked pretty good. I had shorter hair at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't look like that. I don't even remember wh- wh- how many months ago was this? Like, wh- uh, when I don't we- even know. 10 months ago. Yeah. It was 10 months ten, ago. 10 months ago? Yeah. yeah the, I think I might have. So this was right after I went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I bleached my hair black because I was like, yeah, let's see what it looks like. At the time, my hair was a mix of blonde right here mm-hmm. and then and brown at the roots. So. Uh, to get back on topic, I don't even know why I'm talking about. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no problem. I, I essentially a chach is a word that my community has come to love and appreciate. As you can see, mm-hmm. they uh, may or may not be spamming emoticons of chach <laughs> in the chat. Um, but no, it's a, it's a, it's a word we use uh, mm-hmm. very prevalent on the Purple Vector channel. Okay, and you stand by it that you are not a chach. My chat would say otherwise. I, I, I'm not asking your chat. I'm asking you. I would say I am not a chotch. I Why? don't think I'm a chotch. Why? Uh, I'm. I'm. I don't have a fake tan. I'm Middle Eastern. Uh, okay. I. 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 I, I'm, I don't think I'm a douchebag. All right. Fair uh, play. <laughs> uh, I bleached my hair blonde once. It was All a right. mistake. I, I, yeah. I'm back to my roots. All right. Get All it? right. Get it? Do you get the joke? Back to my. Oh, yeah, I got the hair joke. All right, sir. So, right. <laughs> this man is giving me dad jokes now. All right, we're okay. we're in for a long show if this is what you're gonna start giving me. All right, so <laughs> no, okay, fair play. I'm on your I'm on your team on this one. I don't think you're a chotch. Maybe a chooch. I don't know. Oh, I don't. Maybe, I, maybe a chooch. I, we got to define that later on. I'll I'll, I'll make an yeah. urban dictionary account. We can oh. figure that out. But yeah. I like it. All right, all right. Fair play, fair play. I, I like that. I got one more clip for you. All right, one more okay. clip for you, and you're home free, kind of. So this last clip here. We're going to take it a little bit old school once again. This one was from three months ago, and it looks like wow. you are jamming out with, with someone. With, I believe it's Red Vactor here. Uh, mentioned mm-hmm. him before. Let's take a listen. It's 30 seconds. <laughs> so, okay. Real quick, real quick. There's so much delay on this microphone mm-hmm. to the audio, so mm-hmm. it's like completely off. Nobody in the chat wanted to tell me that it was delayed, so we sound like terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, you see how he's already prefacing the clip? I don't know why he's prefacing the clip. Just let the clip speak for itself, Sal. All right? Just let the clip speak for itself. It's fine. We'll see. All right? 30 seconds on the clock. Let's give it a listen. For the 16 months to the channel, bro. And I will nibble your ear. That's what the song says. Ooh, okay. Been way too long checking my tongue in the mirror and bending over backwards just to try to see it clearer and my breath fogged up the glass. <laughs> what if Jason Mraz saw this, Sal? He would sue, all right? He would sue for this. Tell me what's going on here on this clip. Dude, we were we were trying to get people to join a charity stream. Okay. Okay. So we said me and Red, we'll do karaoke if you go over to this charity stream and start donating. And that was mm-hmm. the plan. So mm-hmm. we were like, hey, maybe we'll, we'll scooch on over closer, dear. Maybe nibble some ears. Uh, I don't know, depending on if you donate or not. So, uh, Ooh, okay, okay. It's, yeah, it's smooth funny. with it. It's a good saying. song. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I, I have Dude, this I cover to cover somewhat memorized. I would say about 85% now. It's been a while. 
But tell me this, Purple, all right? You and I, say TwitchCon were to happen in 2022, all right? We go to TwitchCon, you and I, and we find ourselves in a karaoke station on Twitch. What is the song that you and I are singing and why? Any song, your choice. Any song, my choice? Well, yeah. we have to both know it, don't we? I, I, got, a pretty, I got a pretty vast uh, library of songs, all right? I, I'm curious what you would choose. Dude, honestly, Life is a Highway. That's a beautiful song. Why? Why that one? Dude, because life is a highway. I want to write it all night long, bro. It's, I, it literally is a perfect song to to represent our friendship. Oh my gosh, you're already defining the relationship in front of everyone here. I'm I'm sweating, Zal. All right, this is already you putting me in a corner with this stuff. All right, this is I'm Jay. I love you, bud. That's a two guy. I agree. I think life is a highway. If I had something, all right. If I'm trying to get the crowd going, do you know Mr. Brightside? Oh yes. Oh come on, come yeah. on. What are we I'm doing here? What are we Dude, doing here then? You go in life is a highway. We're taking a road trip. I'm going Mr. Brightside. I'm trying to get the crowd moving, all right? I'm trying to get them going there. I see you. I see you. I yeah. see you. All right. All right. Fair play. I love that. I love it. All right. Sal, that's all the clips, right? Easy. Easy. It's clean. It's what can possibly, what else can moms possibly do to, 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 to get you riled up here before we keep asking you more questions about your time on Twitch? Well, what you need to know here, Purple, is that as much as I love Twitch, I love Twitter as well. I think Twitter's got so many <laughs> gems. And I have three of your gems here. All right. I got three <laughs> tweets you've made. I just want to talk about. I just want to. I just want to talk about. All right. That's it. That's it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that people can't see the chat right now because they're going crazy. They're like, no, please. Please, moms. Don't do it. Not the Twitter. It's, I, I got you back. I got your back. But, you know, okay. I got I to gotta ruffle a few feathers here a little bit. All right. This first one here, uh, you, you posted this, uh, what looks to be August 6, 2021 at 12.04 p.m. All right. And it's you talking about your tattoo. So I want to ask about that. All right. That's sick. That's a sick tattoo. Tell me. I got your back. I got your back. All right. I'm, a, I'm It's merciful. All right. It's merciful. Tell me the story behind the tattoo as well as the placement. Because I like this. I, 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 I don't want to misspeak on the font. So tell me about it. Tell me the history. Tell me it all. Okay. So growing up in a Christian household, mm-hmm. which is how I was raised, that right there is Yeshua in Hebrew, which means wow. salvation and or Jesus. And yeah. it essentially, it's like the way I view it is, this is what I was raised up on. This is what I believe. And mm-hmm. not to get like super philosophical or religious on you, because I don't like the word religion. It's just, it's just, it's more mm-hmm. about a relationship anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think the whole purpose of having that on my body, knowing what I'm called to do and how I'm called to be two people to love, regardless of race, religion, color, creed, sexual orientation, no matter what you are, that really just gives me, what do I represent and yeah. what should I represent? And, uh, Truthfully, the placement, I wanted to get it on my forearm. And I realized that if I did that, you know, it possibly could hinder uh, business opportunities yep. if I ever need to work somewhere. So I was mm-hmm. like, this is something that's important to me. It's like, I'll show it on Twitter, but it's not something that I'm trying to flaunt. It's mm-hmm. not something that I'm trying to show off in public, um, which, of course, it's on Twitter because mm-hmm. I know that the community wanted to see it. Of course. Um, but it's something that's personal to me and I, I hold dear to my heart. So I keep it. Keep it right here. That's so good. That's so good. I love that. That you know, it's nice to have tats or stuff that of that manner that have that kind of 
meaning the the meaning yeah. that 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 yeah, I, like I get a little worried when people put like significant others on tats because I'm like, yeah. ah, hopefully that yeah. stuff's good. Yeah. But like, this is awesome. It has so much representation, not just to who you are, but what you embody. And yeah. and and that's 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 awesome. And, and also, I mean, just the the the, the font alone looks sick. So that's Thanks, dope, man. man. That's I, see again. It's easy. You guys think I'm going for low blows? Y'all think thank I'm you. just here for a rowdy time? All thank right. Thank you. I got so scared, bro. I got so nervous, <laughs> dude. I get, I get, I get, I get nailed on Twitter by my my friends. Why? Like, What's wrong with your Twitter, dude? You know, sometimes I just, I don't. A lot of times, I don't think before I tweet. Okay. Um, and I just put random things, mm. um, so much. And uh, one friend in particular feels the need to let me know if I have a good tweet or a bad tweet. Go and give each him a time, shout. You know, Who's that friend, by the way? Miss Ann. All Max. right. Mm-hmm. He he essentially um, ratios me every time. <laughs> if it's a good tweet, ra- I mean, even my friend Jerry will do it sometimes. Yeah. If it's a good tweet, mm-hmm. okay, still ratios me saying it was a good tweet. If it's a bad tweet, still ratios me. Yeah, it's a bad tweet by a lot, <laughs> by a I lot. Mean, if okay, it's a bad fair tweet. play. But I mean, you know, you got the homies keeping you accountable. You know, they yeah, keep you yeah, in check. I, it's not out of I malice. Mean, it's out of love. Well, account- yeah, I well. Uh, Sometimes. <laughs> and, and, okay, sometimes. What, it, what was the name again? It was Myth... Myth... Zan. Myth Zan. M-I-T-H-Z-A-N. Well, that yeah. is wild you bring up that name because August 6th, uh, 9.06 a.m., we have a tweet here. And you bring up Myth Zan, all right? You, you have here, it says, I can't win. And you buy something. It says, I am Sao. Guest Sao. Drive through white sedan. Team member. I, I'm not even try. It goes, uh, <laughs> 10... We got 10... Chicken minis? I don't even know what that is. One hash brown and a Dr. Pepper medium at uh, at 10.20 a.m. You're getting Dr. Peppers at t- the, the, the sun is in the a.m. at full moon, like full rise. And you're getting Dr. Pepper. You, 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 you checked in to the doctor, the only doctor I believe in. And then the, f- the following photo, it says here, makes sense. You embody cringe. Tell me what's uh-huh. going on in here in this tweet. Tell me about your relationship with Mythsan and what the hell is this order? All right, and where did you order this? It's it's at Chick Fil A. I like their chicken, man. It's okay, just, I like their chicken. I know it might might be an unpopular opinion. I know oh. there's, there's politicalness to it. Oh yeah, yeah, with the politics. I see. I thought the food wise, I thought the food's fine. Oh, the food, the food is great, man. Yeah, and so chicken minis, man. They're just like little chicken nuggets wrapped in buttery honey breaded goodness okay and i and, and i wanted them and and i got some hash browns and a, and a, and a dr p yeah and i thought that i'd be good okay uh-huh and and as you can see it says the guest is sal um <laughs> it's a soup the the, yeah. the reason the reason why i embody cringe mm-hmm. uh in in and honestly i accept it in this in this uh in this area when it okay. comes to me being cringe the first anime that I ever watched was Sword Art Online. Okay. Um, and it gets a lot of hate. And I genuinely liked the first half of the first season. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it's boo-boo up until season three. And I, uh, I, I clown on it, obviously. So as I said, I put in the, in the Discord, I, uh, I said, I am SAO. I am Sal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking for some sort of validation. Um, God, why? Okay. Obviously. No, no, yeah, uh, yeah. They clown on me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not just me, uh, but uh, essentially, I said that I'm Sao, and and uh, Max felt the need to tell me 
that it makes sense that I embodiment, I'm the embodiment of cringe. He so. hit you with a tombstone pile driver at 10.57 a.m. Again, <laughs> your day started, all right? And this is what you got to go up against. This is what I call an uphill battle at this it's point. True. It's but, true. But I love that. I love that. All right. Nor- it's fair play. It's fair play. Good to know the backstory. I, I want to show you one more thing. On that same tweet, if mm. you can look in the comments, you can see Max responded with a good tweet, Sal. Oh, I didn't get ratioed that time. I, I got a good tweet. So that video is actually of me getting a, in a fight in junior high. What? Um, oh my God. This kid, this kid uh, hits me in the back of the head while I'm trying to watch Attack on Titan Season 2. And uh, I get up and I push him against the locker. <laughs> That's the Yo, next part. Oh, okay. But, but, but uh, like I said before, I've transformed them. Mm-hmm. Different, but... You know, now it's a uh, it's a placeholder for good or bad tweets. Yeah, so. I want to know what the bad tweet sell uh, gif looks like. All right, I'm I'm waiting for that. I'll have to. Well, you'll, you know what? Maybe we use this to plug your Twitter account. All right, you have to follow Maybe. Purple Vector in order to find out where that next bad tweet sell gif will be. All right, that's good stuff. I like that. I like that. Here's one more. All right, one more. Okay, one more, and I promise you, we're home free. No more embarrassing okay. stuff. It's an it's it's all. Uh, downhill from there. It's easy. This one was August uh, 18, 2021 at 3.37 p.m. Why you? Why are you shaking your head? I didn't even drag I tweet, it. I just, I've noticed all these tweets are in August and I tweet so much, man. I tweet at least two I, or three times a day. I went deeper in your Twitter account and I was I just like, uh, I think the most recent ones will do. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. didn't got to go too far. All right. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff to talk about. But this tweet just says, ladies, if you can't appreciate your fr- if he can't appreciate your fruit jokes, then you need to let that man go. What the hell does this mean, Sal? What does this mean? Oh, well, I'm so happy that you've asked. Um, do you see any uh, any jokes in this tweet? Do you understand any? Is there anything you can see in here? Possibly, if if you if, if you analyze, if he can't it appreciate this- your fruit jokes, then you need to let him. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, uh, uh, what is it? Mitzan, if you're here, if you're watching live, uh, I, I, you, you already know what to do, Chief. All right? You already know what to do. I'm so sorry. This is, this is offensive to me. I feel like I feel, I feel duped. All right? No, no. Can you tell me this? Why midday? If I strolled on this tweet and I saw this live, all right? I will be frustrated. What inspired you to be like, you know, I'm going to hit him with a dad joke. All right, I'm going to hit him with some corny shit. What, 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 tell me what was this. You know, it's all about the interactions. <laughs> if I can get <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, hey, honestly, yeah. I think the dad jokes hit the hardest on my Twitter. I think they do. I think like that's without any sort of interaction from anybody else. That's just, you know, there's a couple mm-hmm. of likes on a tweet. I don't have that many followers. Yeah. Um, the, that was one of the tweets that Twitter actually suggested as a funny tweet. They put it in the category of funny tweets. No shot. Really? They, they did. They how did. much did you pay? Of- That's wild. Like, how did that? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you you think I make money in doing Twitter? I wish. <laughs> no, that's 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 good. Stuff. Like, like I, I I honestly I didn't even see the mango stuff. I just saw is that. It? I was like, this is corny. Like, what is this man's doing? Is this the brand? I'm trying to understand. So you're telling me. You drop in these corny tweets every now and then as your method of just like, hey, let's see what let's see what's gonna shake and rattle the people today. All right. Oh, a hundred percent. So, would you agree then with your community? You're a little bit cringe. You're cringe. 
I'm a little cringe in my community, right. but it's on purpose. If yeah. it was like, if it was not on purpose and I was just cringe, then oh, that's the worst. It, it's the worst. Yeah. I'm, I am, I am purposely cringe sometimes. All right, fair play, fair play. All right, all right. I promise, I promise. That's it. That's it. You've gone through the hardest part of the show. All right, no more clips, no more tweets, no more. You know, I, I promise you this. I'm gonna, I'll be, I'll be the proper host now, and I'll walk okay. you down memory lane. All right, I promise. Right. Let's do it. All right, so I got some questions here. I, I have some introspective questions about your time on Twitch, and then we'll we'll sashay over to life stories. All right, sounds good, Sal. All good. All right. The first question I have for you here is, uh, what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Uh, well, essentially, the biggest thing is that I thought I was the biggest introvert ever, which I kind of am in person. Um, there, there, it isn't a story of two different people. Mm-hmm. That that is never what I'm going to be. If you see me in person and I know you from something, I will try to be literally exactly the same because that's just who I am as a person. That's what I believe to be. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put on some sort of, uh, falsehood whenever I get on my Twitch streams. Cause I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to love people. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think the biggest thing that I learned is, is that what you asked again? It's like, what have I learned? Yeah. What have you learned about yourself through streaming? I, I can be, the very much per- people person. I, I I didn't think I could do that. Um, but I can a hundred percent just like I can talk for hours on end to these people um, that are in my chat, to mm-hmm. my community, to these people that I care about, and it doesn't even feel like I'm pushing myself. Mm. And back then, I thought this is literally something that I'm never going to do. I'm gonna stay stone cold, 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 cold. And then when it, these people just opened up my heart genuinely wow and it's a uh, it's it's crazy the way that that how that how i learned that about myself yeah. that's how, definitely the biggest thing. how long did that lesson take you from when you started to now at what point did you realize oh i can like i'm i'm growing as a person doing this i'm being fed as much as like i think the communities of streamers will all say like thank you so much for streaming you're you're, you're awesome you're, you're kind you know it, when they're not busy bullying you and joking around uh, but more often than not, we also have to thank them on our end being like, yo, you've yeah. taught, so you've brought so much life into us and, and purpose no, and yeah. guidance. So no, how long did you, uh, did you, uh, stream until you recognize that about yourself? It, it was about six months. It was about wow. six months. It was, it was more into the phase where I just transitioned to purple vector mm-hmm. and I was still getting to know even who these people were that keep coming back for some reason. Um, and I, I noticed, I'm like, these are genuine people. Like these are people that have families. These are people that have friends. These are people that I legit could see on any other day and be like, yo, what's up? How are you doing? Give me a hug. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it's COVID now. So mm-hmm. no hugs, no hugs right now. Fist bump. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fist bump. Fist bump. <laughs> there he is. But, but no, it, it, it took about six months, six months. And then I realized I want to, I want to give these people my all. Wow. I love that. I love that. That's so awesome. That's that's good stuff. How would you describe your streaming style, Sal? What are some uh, examples of streaming styles? I mean, uh, what I've heard from the past: chaotic. It's a frenzy. It's an improv. Uh, it's chill. It's it's whoever you are. How would you describe the way in which you stream? Is it planned? Um, sometimes it's planned. Most of the time, it's chaos. Hmm. It's uh, it's a matter of being like. Oh, it's five minutes before my stream time. Uh, yo, does anybody want to play some games? Uh, do you guys <laughs> want to do this? Or, or I'll, I legit will start my stream and be like, yeah, I don't know what we're doing today. 
zero plan didn't didn't even have a clue that i was streaming at this time mm -hmm. but is there something specific that you guys want to see and i'll yeah. try to be as wacky as i can and try to entertain you um i definitely say it's more of a like a rambunctious chaos and then there's times where it can be chilling like I, i've there's been streams where i just be on just chatting for two hours mm. and we'll just be talking about life talking about uh what i'm currently like doing in life what they're doing in life um how how we can grow from our experiences stuff like that happens like maybe two times a month yeah. where i'm like okay let's chill let's love one another let's figure it out but other than that man it's a constant flux of screaming and 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 it's like a wild family like a chaotic family like it's mm. like it's it feels good you know what i mean like mm -hmm. going into a family that cares about each other like so much and just sitting out around the table making fun of one another but also like you can feel the love in the in the in the house kind of yeah it's it's, it's like that in the channel yeah it's like you can feel the love in the channel to like like they i've never seen a group of people love one another so much in my, in my in my in my chat like these people genuinely love one another and it's the craziest thing it's Isn't the craziest beautiful, thing though it. that's a beautiful thing yeah. where it's like you as a streamer because more often than not the streamer feels like the host of a party but when yeah. the community is is loving on each other and you have yeah. nothing to do with that or yeah you're just facilitating it that's awesome like you it's build something very special with that that's awesome that's cool that's cool. I like that a lot. Tell me this. Would you prefer your plan, uh, your stream CP plan, or do you like that improv nature of kind of like back against the wall, literally the buck stops with you, and if you can't figure it out, then, hey, we're just chatting for a couple hours till we do. No, I, I definitely would say I like the way that I'm doing it. Um, I want to treat it more like, like a job would treat it. For example, scheduling. Mm. Um, I got I to gotta get on top of that. Scheduling not just the times that I'm going to stream, but like the games that I'm going to stream. Mm -hmm. or the things that we're going to be doing throughout the week, planning with other streamers or friends or people that I can collaborate with, being like, hey, this Thursday, what you doing? You want to plan something? Let's have some fun. I think that I think a good mix of the two is probably where I want to be nice. in the next couple of months. I like that. I like that. That's dope. That's dope. It's kind of interesting, though, too, like where I, I realize that part of the appeal of streaming is the unpredictable nature. So it's very different yeah. than YouTube where you almost need a little bit of improv. You need a little bit of yeah. un, like uh, that, that it's yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Like what people think that this is a show where it's like, yeah, I've given you the script and all that jazz, but like literally mm -hmm. I, I'm improv in half of these questions. We're just hanging out. Like this is a conversation. I don't even like calling it an interview. So I, I enjoy this stuff, man, but you're right. I like that. Having a balance of both, I think will be paramount for you, for you and your, your channel there. Um, Thank you. let's talk about the community since we, we, we've kind of been on the topic of that. If I asked your community, Sal, who you are, and I had no idea prior, what do you think they would say to me? How do you think that they would describe you to me? All right. And no ego Andy, uh, answers. I don't mind. I'll take you at face value. All right. What do you think they'd say? I think if they're joking around, they'll call me cringe and I think they'll call me stinky and I think they'll call me, uh, rambunctious but i i genuinely think if it was a if it was a genuine conversation mm -hmm. and and i was talking to my community in a serious setting mm -hmm. i i think they'd view me as genuine and i think they'd view me as kind at least i'd hope so and or caring like and that's all i want to be and i want them to know that i care about them and love them um yeah. and hopefully they feel that in the stream so i i don't i don't know i think that's what they would say mm -hmm. um but that's what I would stick with. At least I, that's what I hope. That's a good range. I like that. I, th I like that. You know, to have a community that still 
will dog on you, but love on you with the same breath, I think is very important. It, it shows just how much they trust you and how much how comfortable they are um, being your presence and, and vice versa, you being with them. You know, I, I yeah. know that they told me that you you make fun of how short they are. Uh, which is, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting, interesting thing that you're uh, making fun of their height when in in uh, less than a week ago you yourself was persecuted for the same thing. But hey, hey, uh, it is what it is. We're all learning. We're all growing here. So we we're all are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I love that. Let's let's flip the question though. Let's flip the question. All right. Uh, how would you describe your community to me if I showed up to one of your streams and I was in the chat and I said, Yo, Sal. Describe to me the many uh, faces and usernames that are surrounding me here in your community, here in your chat. What would you say of them? How would you describe them to me? Their family. Whatever you may view that as in the healthiest way. Um, people that care about one another, people that love one another, people that can be funny, people that can be sad, people that can not be scared to show their true self, regardless of whatever their background is. and. Uh, Knowing, knowing them, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure, and it's the same way that I view it for anybody that I've ever met. It, it, it's, a, it's a sense of home. It's a sense of family whenever I am with those people, with wow. my chat. Wow. I love that. Damn. Did you prepare for this? Get, show no. me your notes. Where are your notes, Sal? I no, don't know. I, I wish I, I had notes, but I was so <laughs> nervous. I was so nervous really? before this. Bro. Yes, I was. Well, Why? we were... I, I don't know, man. It's just I, it's asking questions and receiving questions. It's, yeah. it's it's a I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like that's like for any sort of conversation. Sometimes it's like, um, what do I say? What if I really? Up, what do I, do? I don't yeah. think there's any wrong answers. I mean, other than anything TOS, like I got your back. Right. Like this right. is this is this is all walking the. I like to think I'm the easiest interviewee ever. Dude, like it's you've, it's, it's you've been incredible. I was stop. nervous before, then oh, I started talking uh, to you, and then I was like. Let's wait on the other uh, half, uh, two two thirds of the show. All right, let's let's not uh, make the judgment too quick. This is a okay, this is a okay. nice area of the show, but uh, okay. I love that 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 you said they're family. You know, a lot of streamers I've had on here. Again, I've had over one hundred and five now, and a lot of them say, you know, I have the best community. And and although it's cliche, I know that everyone does truly believe that they have the best group of people. How would you say? Like, how did you cultivate, Sal? A, a community, uh, an audience, whatever you want to call it, to be more of a family orientation? How, how did you transition them from being just someone that came in and started viewing to, oh, wow, we have this bond. We're bonded now together through this. Dude, it wasn't me. It was not me. I had no part. I mean, of course, I'm there. I'm the one that's streaming, but mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with me when it comes to them giving their all to love one another. I mean, that's within their own hearts, within their own souls. And they've they've continuously outpoured it to one another and to me on multiple occasions. It's like there's nothing that I could have done to get them to where they were because they already had that. And mm -hmm. they just continued to reciprocate it and show it regardless of situations. I love that. Holy cow. My goodness. Are you running for president of Twitch? I swear this man's got... He's you're good with it. I and, and the thing is this, the way you speak, I could I could feel it come from your heart. This is not a, a some sort of fabrication. This is not some sort of script or or a rhetoric that you have pl uh, planned out. This is you. You 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 talking your truth there. I love this, man. That that's so awesome. It's important. I'm going to ask you a haymaker of a question, all right? And then we'll okay. we'll we'll move on to the life story, all right? It's one more thing about your community. I'm okay. going to ask you here, Sal. How has your community helped you in a way 
they aren't aware of. Dude, I mean, countless times I've been super low. Mm. Um, just anxiety. Uh, I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't claim depression. I, I think people that claim depression, it's like, I believe in you and I love you and I care for you. It's like I, I've I've felt so sad before, and when it comes to 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 being with these group of people, it, it lifts my heart up. Like it's not a it's not a matter of I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just not feeling it today. It's like I'm here to be with these people because I care about them, mm. and and. Those times where I feel unappreciated, those times where I feel that uh, I don't have any hope, you you suck, you don't have content creation, you you can't you can't do nothing. You're not good at this. You're not good at that. It, it I I'm able to be with these people that genuinely I believe care about me, and it changes my heart and it gives me a reset. And each time that I hit that live button, my 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 spirits lifted mm-hmm. because I know that I'm going to be talking to these people that have grown with me. Uh, yeah. these past few years and have and have have learned about me and that I've got to learn about them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's and I think that's something that they've done for me that I could never ask for, but it was just given freely. Wow. It sounds like whenever you hit that go live button, it's a family reunion. You know, you oh, had yeah. your time away, yeah. everyone's doing their thing, and then you you recognize that everyone's coming together and just catching up, not just with you, but with one another. And that that's so that's that you again you've created something that's bigger than you. And I think that's the point of content creation. Like if oh, you yeah. can create something that's bigger than you, you, you you've made something special. Um, yeah. And I want to also affirm something that you said that, that even I'm struggling with, where it's like when we end stream, man, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to speak for you, but there are those times of doubt when we're alone yeah. and we let our, our wildest imaginations go wild and we start thinking... You know, how uh, is this really for me? Is there going to be a day when this is done? Um, you know, is, am I wasting my time? That's such a strong yeah. statement for a creator to tell yeah. themselves because that's all it, we give into this. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. It's like you get into those moments where it's like you're done. Maybe you had a, you maybe had a, a shorter stream because you just weren't feeling it. Yeah. Or, or, may, or maybe you just, you're like, well, there's, no, there's nobody here. It's like nobody's talking. It's like, I don't know. It's like, what am I doing wrong? What can I do? Mm. It's 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 being able to reflect on those times that were good, though, that kind of bring you back to a elevated, like level, because yeah. you know it, there's always rain before the rainbow. Mm-hmm. That like, and that's something that anyone should live by. It's like there's gonna be shitty times, there's gonna be terrible times, but as you continue to move forward, you're gonna be able to go up, regardless. It's like you you are destined for great things. And I think truly your destiny is tied to your relationships with people. I, I think I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And the relationships that these people have built with each other and the way that 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 they can impact one another is is enough to bring me out of those slumps whenever I hit that end button or when I yeah. end that stream. Yeah. It's the seasons of life. And I, I love that. I love that you're able to find peace. And and I guess restore faith in yourself with the help of your community. That's awesome. Yeah. That's 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 paramount in in yeah. in long term of, of of creation. I think, in my opinion, I haven't even been here that long, and I could see how how tiring this place can be, uh, whether it be Twitch, YouTube, whatever it may be, man. But that's yeah. that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. And Thank j- you. Just like that, Sal. That's the first part of the show. It's so easy, right? It's already over, man. It's well, I mean, it's not over, over, but like you know, it's it's yeah, one third. 
One third. The, 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 the hardest part of the show is that. I honestly believe so because it's like you got to break the tension. You know, we've never talked before. That's what people don't realize. We've never really. Well, you went to the tournament. No. And dude, did, we, by the way, what round did you get out? Oh, dude. So my plan was to only throw scissors and I forgot on the fourth one or the third one. So it was me versus uh, it was me versus Sean uh, Draggy. Yeah, 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 um, Drag, yeah. And it was and it was us two. I mean, honestly, I couldn't. We we couldn't hear you in the in the discords. So we yeah. were just watching the stream, trying to have that delay. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was a matter of like, it, it, I I threw. And I know I'm I'm supposed to just tell you that I went out, but I gotta explain why I went out. Please, I would I would have won if I just kept throwing scissors, man. You even tweeted I that. Won. I even tweeted, you tweeted it out your that strat. Morning. I tweeted it out, and I would have won that round at least. It's so. It's I, 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 I think it's just poetic justice at that point. You didn't believe in is, yourself. You didn't is, believe in the strat. Uh, I didn't trust the process kind of deal. You did not. You did not. You veered, and and that's a first round game. I will promise you this. All right, purple. I will run that tournament back in January. Please, if you have the time, I would love to have you. All right, oh, that's a promise right here, right now. All right, it's on the it's it's on the docket. But uh, that being said. We're going to move into the, the heart of the show. It's life stories. Uh, before we do, Sal, do you need to use the restroom, get anything to drink, eat anything? Do you need to use the restroom, get anything to drink? I, I mean, I have three bathroom breaks installed in this show, all right? I've done this enough times, uh, but I always offer the guests I, first. Dude, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm great. You are perfect? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all right. Well, I will be back in one minute's time. Uh, the, the community is yours, all right? Go ahead, hang out. I'll be right back, all right? Okay. Let's do it. All right. <sighs> The ego on this man. Andy, have you not watched any of this? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hopefully, you guys are all well. Uh, hi. I can talk to you now. What's up, everybody? It's good to see you guys. Am I doing okay? I'm a little, a little nervous. Don't, don't tell moms, though. I'm not nervous really anymore. This guy's so easy to talk to. Uh, we're crying. Don't mind us. Didn't know uh, scissors. <laughs> Sabra, you made me cry. I'm sorry, Arissa. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Wait, he can hear me? Wait, he can hear me right now? No, don't. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm scared. So I'm not going to lie. You're G G-Man. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. It, it means the world. Um, There's something super fun. And I enjoy it. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely up there when it comes to uh, things that I've been a part of when it comes to Twitch. It's like, this is, this is something completely different and it's, and it's incredible. Truly never done anything like this before. So that's like the coolest part about this. Uh, I'm hungry, man. I haven't gone to make dinner yet, so I can watch this for you, dude. Go right now. You gotta go right now. I saw uh, I saw Max Ross, Jerry, Krista. They were all in the chat. They were telling me how I was uh, a little cringe. <laughs> Golly, man. Thank you, Villa. I appreciate that. What have you guys? Uh, have you guys enjoyed the show? Have you guys enjoyed the show? The show's been incredible. You have an incredible host. Like, is, have you guys been having fun? I think it's incredible. It's fun. I'm having fun. Yeah, you guys are having fun? Yeah. Let's go. That's incredible. I'm happy you guys are having fun. Because that, that's really all that matters. I've been crying, but it's amazing. Oh, dude. Yeah, we're past the hardest part. We're about to, about to get into our, that life story, you know? I've been crying, but it's amazing, right? Only here, been here for a bit, but yeah, let's go. Other than my internet being really slow, I've enjoyed it. Incredible. You just got here? Uh, you didn't miss much, Alyssa. You didn't miss much. Just stick around. Get the rest up in here. Hallie, thank you for the follow. Appreciate you. Well, I don't know where moms went, but uh, 
and I'm not going to ask you guys to ask me questions just yet. So we have that. We have that segment later. So uh, I don't know. South tell the bell ringer joke. Oh no, I can't. I can't. He'll hate me. He'll hate me. He will hate me. He already doesn't like bad jokes. I can't tell the bell ringer joke. It's like four minutes long. I can't make it shorter. It's four. No way. No. If there's free time, I'll do it. If there's free time, if there's free time, if we manage to get to a point where there's free time, 100%, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay? All right? Just, uh, I promise you that. If there's enough time. If there's enough time. You guys already all know it, though. This is really for moms to see in any of the mods. Uh, by the way, Cass, you're doing great. Is, uh, is mom's bad? There's free time. What do you mean if there's free time? No, no, no. I said if there's free time later, maybe something I can I can tell you a, a little joke. Go ahead. What's uh? There's no. I, I got no, no time dude, limit I, for these shows, dude. I don't know, man. It's a pretty. It's it's a long joke. How it's long uh, are you talking. Oh, it's a it's a long joke. It's essentially four minutes and twenty seconds long. It's a four twenty. Is this a weed joke? Like what is? This? No, it's not even a. It's not even a weed joke. It's not even a weed joke. Uh, it's it's uh. It literally, I made a video on YouTube. I, I unlisted it. Um, it was four minutes and twenty-one seconds long, and it is one continuous joke, and uh, with no edits. What um, is mm-hmm. is there an actual punchline? You're just talking for there four is minutes. no 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 no. There's a punchline. It's a story. You have to. It's a giant buildup. Everyone is begging you not to do this. <laughs> I, I, I know, know they aren't. I know they aren't. Someone asked for me to do it. Uh, you sass in the chat. Okay. Um, they they said do it and now everybody else is begging for it not to happen. But I'm yeah. just I'm curious. Do you want to hear it? It's, it's a long. It's a long. Here's the deal. I said it would take time. So if there's free time at some point, if there's no time, that's perfectly fine. There's no such thing as no time. It's at this point. It's like trying to figure out if we want to do it now or no, at no. the community questions. That's what I'm trying it, to think. It's up to you, man. You get to decide. It, it's I mean, it doesn't even have to happen. It will happen. I will say this, all right? Just to tease it a little bit. Yo, whoever in the community wanted to hear that, just put it in the community questions, exclamation mark Q, and I'll read that one and I'll have him tell the joke there, all right? All right? Fair play. But here's the thing, Sal, all right? We are going into the heart of the show. This is what I've been doing since the start. We're talking... Every, a lot of the other shows kind of just formulated and grew into what it is today, but this has always been consistent. Um, and it's... Uh, the streamer's life story. Now, before we get started, I'd like to tell you, those that are watching live here on Twitch, as well as in the future on YouTube or listening on Spotify, this. Any individual, content creator or not, that's willing to share a piece of themselves, a piece of their life to anyone, whether it be one person or, or thousands, whatever it may be, that person's story should be respected and honored. This is not a place of judgment. This is not a place of interrogation. This is not a place for me to hit you with gotcha questions. I don't believe in any of that. Um, enough of the internet is that. Um, however, that being said, my job as a host is to ask you questions, to clarify what you mean, if, if maybe I'm misinterpreting it or maybe it was a little bit vague. Um, and, and that's just the nature of my job. But I say that um, because this: if ever I ask a question that's too personal, too deep, or something you're not comfortable answering, uh, feel free to give me a non-answer, a vague answer, or tell me to move on. I, I have okay. no problem doing that. That's my job. 
to respect that story and, and to make you as comfortable as possible. This part of the show is you're totally in control. Like there's, there's, that's how much pressure is on me as, as a host and less on you as a guest. But uh, I, 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 I've done this over 105 times and, and time and time again, we, we haven't ran into any issues of that sort. All right. Yeah. Promise. Of course. You got of my course. honor on that. So this first question, we're going to talk about kind of uh, your family as well as your upbringing. All right. Uh, without doxing yourself, Sal, uh, maybe you can give us a general city, state, region. Uh, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Houston, Texas, lived there for eight years. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it great. Any siblings? Got two siblings, two mm-hmm. of them. Got, uh, I got, I got Polly, and that's, uh, that's Silver Vector, and then I got my brother Daniel. All right. Uh, both older. Both older. So you're the, you're the young, you're the baby of the family right now. All right. You're the, or right now, in general, can you tell me this? There's a stereotype with the youngest in the family, I believe. I'm the youngest as well. So we're, right. we're, 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 we're on the same team. I'm told that the youngest, you know, kind of the favorites, uh, the kind of the best looking, the most charismatic, uh, just overall. But we're also the biggest brats of the crew. Would you <laughs> would you agree with these stereotypes? I would say. I honestly, mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know about favorites. I don't know. It's like, Whoa. I, it's like here's the deal. It's here's the deal. It's like, OK, I can't like bring myself to say that I'm the favorite. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I definitely have had more uh, more freedom than my older brothers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you could interpret that however you may. I mean, that could mean I'm the favorite. It could not. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, as the younger uh, children of our families, we are definitely the better-looking ones, um, regardless. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and <laughs> I mean, statistically, they had another shot at it. So that's the thing. That's why we were always giving me the better ones. It's, it's just right. how it is. Genetically, right. I, I don't get to make the rules. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, and what was it? I, you, said, you said three. What was the last one? I totally uh, I would it. say the most like we're the brattiest. Brattiest? Ah! Chachiest. Okay. Wow. All right. You put yourself back into that category right there. All right. You you dug yourself out of it. Uh, here's here's the deal. I mm-hmm. think I think as the the youngest children, we are given a lot more freedom, which makes us sometimes more susceptible to being a brat. Um, yes. Doesn't necessarily mean you're a brat, but sometimes you may have bratty behavior, which everybody does. This man is just giving the uh, just a very. This is that's a good answer. That's a good answer right there. All right, this is like Family Feud. All right, good answer, good answer, good answer. But let, let's go from there. All right, so you're the the youngest in your family. Tell me the dynamic between your two older brothers and yourself. Tell me your relationship with them. Um, I mean, I know ever since I was super young, Paul. Uh, he's about four years older than me. Mm-hmm. Dude's always had me on his side. Like it, it's been, it's crazy. Dude's always uh, brought me along when stuff was happening, and he legit was like another parent growing up. Um, my oldest brother, growing up, uh, we weren't necessarily the closest, but uh, it, as, as time continued, I've grown to love him so much, and I, I respect him so much, and, uh, and the way that he carries himself is unlike any other person I've ever seen. Yeah. It's completely solid. Tell me what it meant for you, uh, starting off with the first brother that you mentioned, uh, I believe is Paul. Tell me what it meant for you to have Paul kind of 
take you under his wing at such a, an early age. I think a lot of brothers, you know, we're all trying to figure out, it's not even brothers or sisters, it's a thing of finding your own identity and, and wanting to do your own thing, but it's it's kind of rare, to be honest, when I've had this discussion with so many people, to hear a sibling, especially an older one, be like, no, I'm going to bring on my my younger brother or youngest brother, and I want to I want to guide him and, and, and put him on to, to my friend group and my interests. Tell me what that meant to you. Dude, honestly, it, it felt so warm. It, it was like whenever I was super young, of course, I didn't I didn't realize it as much. Um, but as I continued to like grow up and like especially these past couple of years, it's like I realized this guy's like my best friend. And he's yeah. my brother, but he's like also my best friend. Like this dude's been there the entire time, like helping me through problems, helping me through situations regardless of it. And uh, it, it means the world, truly. Yeah. And it's uh, it's something that I would never, ever take for granted. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and in regards to your second brother, and excuse me, what was the name again? Daniel. Daniel. In regards to Daniel, it sounds like it was something that over time you recognized how much you, you yeah. loved. And, and, and I think, was that more of a self-discovery from one another? Or was it a distance makes a heart grow fonder scenario? Like, what, what happened? What, what just suddenly clicked within I'd your relationship? It would say it was a mix of the two. I, it, I growing up with Danny, it was a, it was, he was always getting in trouble as mm-hmm. the oldest. He's mm-hmm. always probably doing the things he shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my, my viewpoint when I was younger was, don't do what, don't do what Daniel's doing, or you're gonna get in trouble. And like, and, and as like kind of like that's, it's kind of funny, but it's also it's like it's sad. Yeah. It's like don't do the same things that he did, or else mom and dad are gonna be mad at you. Um, and but as like we grew up, and as I. I've, I've turned older. He's gotten older. He's, he's 24 now. Um, it, it's, it's like, I love this guy. Like, this is like, this is my brother. Like, and there's nothing I would do to trade him. There's nothing I would do to change him. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most sincerest, kindest hearts that I've ever met. Like so kind. Um, it, it, it's almost like unbelievable. It's crazy. And and I never, re- I think it was, it was a mix of him learning to grow out of that immaturity that he did have when he was younger. Mm. Uh, realizing what he wanted to be and what he sought out for in life and me growing up, growing up in maturity as well, realizing how he's changed and how he's grown from certain situations. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's empathy. You know, when we're, when we're younger, we just know the like, do good, do bad kind of mentality. Like we we don't, you know, we know what makes our parents mad. We know what makes, you know, tensions rise. But as we grow older, we're able to empathize and look at the bigger picture, look at, you know, the difficulties with whether it be, you know, uh, temptations or just tribulations in general in life. Yeah. And so having the grace to be like, you know what, you went through this stuff. I still love you, your family, and you've grown like even better. Like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still here. And, 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 you know, we could put the past to rest and we can we can move and live in the present and move for a better future. That's awesome. Oh, a hundred percent. I love that. Tell me this, being the youngest in your family, uh, what was kind of your role? Like, what what would if if I were to talk to your family right now, what would they describe you as? Like, what what, what was your thing within the family, dude? Being the youngest, I mean, I'm betting you could probably have similarities with this. Just yeah. you're the baby, you're the baby, <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and like it's like mom and dad. It's like oh, but I love them so much, the little baby. It's, you can never do any wrong. Like, and I'm I'm the one who's setting fire to the house when my oldest brother's <laughs> taking the blame for it whenever I was super young. It's like, yeah. it was, it, I'd say that, that like now, I, I think they'd be proud 
I, I think they'd say that they're proud of the maturity that I have and the man that I've become. Mm. I think I think that's what I would get from my parents. I think they're very proud of me right now. Why so? Um, I've just I I mean I'm pursuing what I want to pursue, spending time with the people that I need to be spending time with. I'm I I just got a job working yeah. at a place part time, and it's really just taking responsibility as growing up mm-hmm. and being an adult truly. Yeah. Because I mean I'm gonna be leaving the nest in about a year or so. Wow. Um, just making sure that like I'm set and I'm ready and I'm gonna face the world head on, mm-hmm. full force. And uh, I think they just say they're proud. Wow. That's nice. Speaking of your parents, though, Sal, let's talk about them. Tell me about your parents. Tell me about your relationship with, with both your parents. I mean, I honestly couldn't be more grateful for my relationship with my parents. I know a lot of people have different backgrounds, and, mm-hmm. and they're not as the fortunate to have those situations. But that's why we have these streams, is so that they have that home. Um, like, and that's, that's, the, that's the first thing that I want to say. It's like, you have a home. And it's here. Love it. Love one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have a great relationship with both my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, they've rooted me on from day one. Um, whatever I believed in, they supported me in it. And they've always tried to help lead me in the right direction and keep me on a straight path. My mama, she's just, she has showed me so, so much love so that I can give it to other people. Yeah. And she, she really taught me what it means to be, uh, someone of good nature and someone with a upstanding mentality. Um, my dad, uh, he told me what it, he, and he taught me what it means to be a young man and someone who can respect others and while, and, and can also just hold their ground and know what they want and know how to speak firmly and know how to love others as well. Mm-hmm. Um, showing me what it means to, to uh, lead people, to be a leader and not just a follower. Uh, but though sometimes good leaders do follow, um, mm. and and I, I think that there's a lot of things that I could say about them, but I'd be talking for hours. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like they really instilled some some deep rooted uh, morals and characters into who you are. Um, that being said, was it a strict household growing up in your in your place? Well, it became strict as uh, as my oldest brother kept on doing things he shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So I'd say, I mean, the freedom for me, again, as a youngest, it's like my freedom's a little bit bigger and better than like my brothers. Cause like my brothers be like, well, we didn't get to do that when we were your age. Yeah. What are you doing? How are you allowed to do that? You're allowed to watch PG 13 movie at eight. I was had to wait till I was like 15 to watch that. Uh, I mean, it, it was strict when it came to like, okay, you're going to go over to someone's house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to know their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to know one, one another. And I got to know that you're not doing anything you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, which I'm happy for those boundaries because I know that if I was just allowed to do whatever I wanted to do, um, wouldn't be a decent human being. Mm-hmm. Probably. Wouldn't. I, Is it the way you would want to raise your family with those kind of boundaries and all that exactly the same way as your parents did to you? Honestly, the way that they did it was so, so not unique, but so caring at the same time mm. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't anger out of out of strictness it was yeah. it wasn't and i wouldn't even say it was strictness it was it was setting boundaries for me i and like that making and making sure that i was safe and knowing that that their rooftop when they were a kid that like that i would start where their roof start like was so mm. like i'd be the ground they'd be the roof they'd push me and propel me into what i need to be and those boundaries and those things basically taught me that their story hmm. can influence my future 
wow. and uh, like uh, knowing what they've done and what they've what they've struggled with in the past, being able to learn from that and decide for myself, hey, okay, I know what's going to be best for me, and I know what uh what well sometimes I don't, but mm-hmm. I know I know what will help lead me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And my parents have set a good boundary for me so that I know what I should be doing, and what I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's super important in a family structure um, because if you don't have boundaries, you go into the deep end. Amen. I mean, 100%. Best 100% correct. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. So, yeah. You know, what I love about this show and about content creation in general. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard about the term evergreen content. You know, hmm. it's content that's just like this is going to be this is being recorded and will be sent over to YouTube in a week. Right. right. And it'll stay there for however long, as long as YouTube exists, it will be there. Yeah. And so you can revisit this VOD and you can, you know, maybe 10 years from now, wherever you are in life, you just need a little bit of a, a trip down memory lane. And you can check out this VOD and, and look back upon where you were in life. Look back upon some of the memories that maybe you might have forgotten uh, that yeah. you shared here tonight. And I love that. That's, that's one of the most beautiful parts of this show. So let's yeah. make a moment. All right, Sal? I don't believe that I'm a content creator. I think I, I capture moments. That's my job. That's what I'm doing here. That's beautiful, man. Thank you. So the question I have for you, Sal, is, um, you know, Father, time is undefeated. And, and we're constantly moving in life. And, and like you said, in just a year's time, you're going to be out of the nest. You're going to be doing your own thing, hopefully in the realm of content creation and killing it. But let's do something for your parents here. What is something that your mom and dad should never forget about you, no matter where you go in life? Regardless of wherever I am or whatever I'm doing, I'm never, ever, ever, ever going to look back on my time spent with them or spent with you. Uh, and by that, I'm talking to mom and dad and regret any of it. Mm-hmm. I, I've, never, I've never felt such love out of a household. And I've never sensed such pure heartedness from a group of people other than my parents. And, they've, and they, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you've shown me who I need to be in the path that I need to follow. And I, and I love you. I think a lot of, <clears throat> yeah, I, I've been, holy cow. All right. All right, Sal, you need to relax, man. You're going to make me cry. I think I, um, you know, I've been looking at my parents lately and they've been getting older. Yeah. And, you know, I know we, 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 if we tell our parents we love them, but I think about the times of how often do we say thank you? for for raising us you know we tell them we tell them we love them that's that's a guarantee but man you know there's no real books that that show what to do there's no real uh, anything we're all so individualistic we're all so different the playbook's thrown out the window you have three brothers and they're all trying to provide for all three of you and then all the stuff that's you know the differences between your your oldest to who you are and and then of course the middle like there's so much going on and, and even something as simple as, you did perfect, I think would mean the world. And I've, I've noticed that more and more in life. Um, no, dude, 100%. Like, if you think about it, man, 
It's like, I, 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 I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I came to this conclusion that like, I'm going to be a dad one day. Yeah. And, and I feel like at the same time, it's like, we're all kids. who don't know shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, even as we grow older, it's like, it's going to be a, it's, it's good. It's, it's, we're going to be having our own kids and yeah. we're going to think back to the times where our parents told, told us how much they loved us. And it, it, it won't, it will process and it will snap and you'll be like, Holy crap. That's how much they cared about me. Yeah. That's how much they loved me. Mm-hmm. That's how much I love my child, my son, my daughter. It's like, what are you, what, what can you, what, you there's nothing you can do to replicate that feeling. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And maybe we'll all find that out one day, which I believe we will. Um, and I, I can't wait for that just so I can know how much it means uh, to me and how much I can see that love pouring out to my own children. Yeah. Holy cow. That's generational love right there. That's generate that, that transcends um, even your, your family or your, your parents and hopefully your own lifetime. Uh, yeah. that's 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 amazing that's beautiful um sal we, we we got to talk about everybody in your family but we didn't get to talk about you so i have to ask you who was purple vector during those preteen to teenage years who were you back in the day oh dude back in the day i mean i was probably one of those kids that was in the mix of everybody mm-hmm. i uh i mean junior high to early high school, maybe even like way back when, I think of preteens. Uh, I was the kid that would hang out with everybody regardless of what class they were in. If mm. you understand, like in school, in school, it's like people have their little cliques. Yeah, they have they have their like. There's the there's the jocks. There's the the weebs. There's the pretty girls. There's mm-hmm. the nerds. There's the band. That's like whatever category that mm. you want to put. Mm-hmm. I I'd like to say that. I tried to be a part of every single one of them so that everybody felt loved. That's what I, that's what I like strive to be. Um, there was a small, there's a small portion of my life where I was the dude that was kind of in the douchey group. It was me and two other dudes that uh, people would like, I don't know. People would look at us and be like, those are the troublemakers. Yeah. It'd be that one group of kids that, you know, that's in the class that always are running amok. Mm. But Quickly, that changed. Uh, junior high, I I matured a lot faster, and maybe that was because. And, and, and now I'm not saying for people to go online and go on Twitter and stuff like that, because there's a lot of young people on Twitter, and it's so exhausting. Yep, true. But at like 14, I was introduced to content creation on a more understandable level, level and mm. I. And I was also like just growing up mentally in my brain. And mm. I realized this is so immature. It's like, what, am, what is the stuff that I'm doing right now? Like I'm just, dis- I'm literally, I'm disrespecting people. I'm disrespecting teachers. It's like, what's the point of even doing that? These people are trying to pour their heart out to me and I'm treating them like trash. It's like, mm. it's like, what's the point? It's like, why would you even like, even question that? I mean, I, I had to like, have that transition. There was about a year and a half where I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody to hang out with. I, and that's where I really turned on to content creation. But uh, everybody kind of just, everybody just kind of disappeared. It just yeah. kind of disappeared. And it was, a, it was a portion of my life that I, I just, I look back on and I think about all the changes that I've made and the things that I could do to better myself. And I'm so happy that I got out of that rut. 
Yeah, is that was terrible, man. Yeah. But, but it, it it was it was it my evolution as a kid going up. It it I had I had a good upbringing, but for some reason I feel like every single person is gonna have that that shitty moment that kind of will linger that you can mm. remember, and you just gotta grow past it. Right. And uh, it's the mentality where it's like refinement and fire. You know, we have to go through that we we have to learn and 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 i think shitty is objective it really depends on on you as the person but it's like uh, no one's life is just peachy keen you know all sunshine and rainbows it, it had there needs to be contrast you know happiness won't exist without sadness in that case yeah, so true. so I, I i respect that acknowledgement of your past and being like yeah that person existed because i think a lot of content creators too so quick to dismiss the past but Dude, you know, yeah. it's it's a it's a stepping stone. It's a lesson to be learned. Hell, even in the present, we're still trying to learn. All right, yeah. I, I'm 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 I say this over and over. I'm 28. I'm still learning. I'm still taking. There's a reason I do this show. It's a little bit of self service. It's to get inspiration from people like yourself and learn a different side of life or be reminded of something I may have forgotten. And so when I hear you, and hear where you've been and where you're going, like those are two very drastic people. And I, I think it was necessary that you needed to go through that point in your life in order to understand where you needed to grow. Um, that being said, I, gotta, I have to ask this stereotypical question. All right? you, you mentioned so many stereotypes of, of high school, right? You got the jocks, the preppy kids, the nerds, the, the emos, the stoners, skaters, whatever it may yeah. be. Where did you fall under that spectrum of stereotypes? Um, honestly... I, I'd like to say for a bit, I was a cool kid. I was, I was one of the kids that, that, and, and, and I'm not trying to be egotistical. I was mm. one of the kids that would be in the popular group. Cause there's a popular group. There is. Yeah, there, always like, is. there, there is. And I, and, and, uh, I'd say I stuck with them mm. for a, a good while. And then I mm. realized that ain't for me. And yeah. then that's when I sp split up. And I, mm. uh, I can, that's why, like I said, when we started, it's like, I completely just traversed the entire plane. Yeah. Like every single person that I could meet, regardless of whatever click they were in, mm -hmm. they would be my friend and everybody would know me as that person. That's like, Hey, you're dope. Yeah. Then I don't care if you're in band. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, what does that even matter? It's like, yeah. it's, it's like, what does it matter that you're a stoner? Well, mm -hmm. I mean, depending on where you live, it's illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what does it matter? You play, you, you play guitar, you do skateboard, you, you play video games, you watch anime. It's like, we're all people, man. We're all people. And yeah. you can't treat one person deeper than yourself or lower than yourself because we're all human beings. It can doesn't I, matter. Can I ask what made you cool? Is that, is that weird? Is that a strange question to quantify? Did, what made you, what, what got you into that cool kids crowd? Do you believe? I, I'll say this. Fourth grade. Uh -oh, here you we know, go. The, the cool kids were the fast kids. That's very true. Wow. You, I did not if, think that. If you were fast, immediately, top of the food chain. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't yeah. know what it was. And I feel yeah. like everybody can like get to that. It's like if you were a fast kid, people for some reason thought you were super cool. Bro, I was so, slow as hell. You must have been a, a right at the presidential fitness test. You must have been the greatest. <laughs> So first day, first day at this new school after I moved from Florida. Yeah. I get there. I, I'm I'm looking because I was at a private Christian school in Florida. Uh-huh. So so I got my hair slicked back. 
Uh-oh. I got I got on like a, a a polo and some like khaki jeans. Okay. And, okay. And this is and this is a public ghetto school. Mm-hmm. So I pull up and there's this kid named Marshall. Yeah. And I'm like, what's up? what's up, homie? How you doing? He's like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, he's like, you gonna race today? I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? What do you mean? Am I gonna race today? He's like, we gonna race. I was like, what does that even imply? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well. He's like, well let me tell you about it. And me and him out go on this deep conversation about how we have this area outside during recess. It's a little hill. You got to mm. run around it. First person to get back wins. And I'm like, well, what do you win? He says, chicks. <laughs> no lie. I remember this. Says, chicks. And chicks. dude, it was, I was like, uh, part of me was like, oh yeah. My God. Yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to do it. Dude, this kid was like the biggest dude. This kid is the biggest <laughs> charge. Okay. So, so I decided I was like, okay. At the time, I was athletic, um, not athletic anymore. <laughs> I haven't been in high school in like forever, so I don't work out. I probably should. Okay. Um, but I, we were all lined up. There's about five, five boys because you mm. know it's the boys that were always trying to run fast and trying mm-hmm. to be cool. Five of us boys start running. I'm jogging. I'm trying to see what people are doing. You know, I'm looking. I'm making sure that I'm I'm faster than them, maybe. And then I take off. I get around the loop. I get back first, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah!" And I'm like, yeah. "I'm like, you, you guys are weird." I don't know, and like I sit there and, I, and I'm like, just kind of like smiling to myself. I'm like I've never been praised before. This is great. Yeah. And then, and then immediately, uh, Marshall and the other kid were like, "Yeah, dude, you've got what it takes." And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm like, we're in fourth grade. I'm like, what do you mean I've got what it takes? Ever since then, I mean, up until junior high, it's me and Marshall and that other kid. And we just, we were those three kids that were fast in middle school and intermediate. And then we just continued to be kind of douchey up until sixth grade. <laughs> and then that's, and that's when the transition happened. You to, know, <laughs> to, to what, what did you transition to? I transitioned to a very depressed human being for about a year and a half. I'll tell you what. I lost all my friends. Yeah. Um, but then I grew. It's like I matured. I, I became a better person, and I realized what I was doing was for children. Even yeah. though I was technically still a child, it's like I understood that there's so much more in life than just idiocracy and stubbornness. It's like it's, it's, it's just it's a waste. It's a waste of your God-given ability to actually do something your, with your life. It's like yeah. don't, be, don't be a dick. Like, you made a phrase there. You, you like first of all, this this whole story. It sounded like you know how you have off-brand stuff. So like you have Captain Crunch, and then you have like Lieutenant Crunch. This was like mm-hmm. off-brand, too fast, too furious kind of stuff. Like it is. It, it had nothing to do with cars. Everything to do with the need for speed and for the chicks. Like, and I have to get closure on that side. Did it actually get you chicks? What was this, dude? Okay, so uh, I was gonna say it. I'd say um, almost immediately after. Yeah. It's so it's so dumb. Okay. It's so fourth grade, man. It's fourth grade. Yeah, it's fourth grade. But I don't know what it was because none of us had hit puberty yet. I don't know why people wanted girlfriends, but they said mm-hmm. they had girlfriends. So I was like, okay, they have girlfriends. Um, immediately after, uh, like there'd be like girls not telling me. That they liked me, but telling me that their friends liked me because mm. they, they saw me ran. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, I'm like, you guys are so weird. I completely ignored them. 
Yeah. I, I thought it was the, I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. That's weird. Uh, it, it, it is weird. I don't know yeah. what I don't know if that still happens in school today. I don't I I, I wouldn't know because I don't go to uh, intermediate schools. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's just universal. Maybe that's just gonna happen. Yeah. You know, that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I like you said. It's a ghetto school, super ghetto. I, that's probably why I never recognized in my life again. Twenty eight years of living. That speed was like the the currency or the 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 status. And but you're so right. The more I think about it, I, I like I think, why were we trying to run so fast? And like my ass couldn't <laughs> do it. And I no. like you you speak in facts. You're right. The fastest kid was the coolest. I still remember his name was Ramon. He was the <laughs> fastest kid. And it's been like 15, 20 years, dude. Like it's been 20 years and I still remember the fucking fastest kid in my class. You're right. This is scary. Like I'm I'm shocked. You just unlocked the memory. You're that TikToker that unlocks old memories right now. It's scary. The fastest kid is the most popular, and I don't yeah. know what it is. It's I don't just, know what it is. It's so weird. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Because then whenever you get into high school, mm-hmm. the fastest kid on the football team is the popular. Oh, yeah. Like, you got like So it's like, I guess it just translates to athletics just, when you get into high school. But the weird... And I didn't want to do that. But then in college, it's like, it's the fastest one who can drink, I think. No, I'm just doing yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm doing. I'm Essentially, it's like, who can, yeah. who can smoke this doobie the fastest? Yeah. <laughs> That's just a problem, all right? That's a that, that's someone that's not having a good time. That's someone who's escaping, all right? That's who's the fastest that to escape at that problem. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Uh, let me let me bring us back on track, all right? We're talking about your education. We're talking about your high school experience, to be specific, all right? Mm-hmm. In high school, I have to ask the layup questions. What was your subject? What was the one that you 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 just knew you thrived in? English, writing, mm-hmm. English, anything in that region. Um, my my teacher. Uh, Miss Curtis, super mm. sarcastic. Okay, and I matched, and I matched her. I matched her with sarcasm. That's dangerous. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's super dangerous to match your teacher with sarcasm. But she was sarcastic, and me and her, we had a bond because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, she would give me a test back, and it would be a seventy. <laughs> okay, understandable, Miss Curtis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up to her desk with the paper, and I'll say, "This is why you're wrong, and why I'm right." Wow. Okay. Okay. But here's the but here's the deal. It was kind of a friendship, and she'd be like, "Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Why?" And I would and I would and I would sit there, and I'd be like, "Okay. That's why I picked this answer. Here's the proof behind it. That's why I picked this answer. Here's the proof behind it." And she'd be like, "Okay. That's fair enough. That's an 100." Yes, and it would work. Is you? How do you know you your teacher just wanted to eat her lunch and not be harassed? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, bro, you want to know why? Why? It's because is another thing is like she had a little favoritism with me because really I didn't want to do my I didn't I didn't want to do my final exam. <laughs> 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 I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm sorry. No. I'm stupid. Go on. I'm oh <laughs> oh. Okay. I told her I didn't want to do the final exam. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, you have to do the final exam. I said, okay. I was like, what if I just like make an audio book for one of the other classes? Yeah. And she was like, Make an audiobook. I was like, "Yeah, you guys are reading that like Spy Kids book or whatever." Mm. I'll, 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 I'll record myself reading it so that they can follow along with it in class. Mm-hmm. She let me do it. That's genius. So, oh so I read, I read two chapters of a book, and I created an audiobook, and I put it on YouTube. It's got like fifty thousand views now um, because teachers use it apparently. Um, That's sick. And it, 
Yeah. It's, it's, fu- it's funny. It's funny. I don't, I don't even remember. I don't remember the title of the book. It was like, I checked a year ago. It was at 50 K, mm. but uh, no, it, it was it, essentially after that. I, I basically sat in the classroom while everybody's taking their final exams and I was watching Rick and Morty. <laughs> It was great. It was the best. I, I don't know how you swindled your way out of this, but that is impressive. That is so cool. Not only did you get out of your final, but you have a body of work that still exists on the internet that many teachers are using. That's, yeah, that probably. is wild. That is so cool. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So you, you. you gave us English as your go-to. Tell me this, co-curriculars. Did you do any clubs? Did you play any sports? What, what were you like in the, the co-curricular activity department in high school? So I did band for three years, sixth, mm. seventh, and eighth grade. Um, mm-hmm. I was only in high school for one year. Um, I was there freshman year, and then I decided I wanted to do homeschool, get ahead, get into college. Mm. Um, and th- right now I'm on my sophomore year. Um, but for co-curriculars, I mean, I did band for three years. Um, and then in high school, since I was only there for one year, I just did athletics to get my athletic credit out. Credit out. Fair enough. It's like you have to have at least one to graduate, and I didn't want to do PE because PE is a joke in high school. Yeah. But – in junior high and middle school PE, it's like, you better be working your hardest because there, there's no athletics. So like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this pacer test. Mm-hmm. What do you want, bro? But there was, there was that whole side of the, of side of the, uh, the, the, the basis. But when I came to high school, I was like, I was, I wasn't like rooted in football. I didn't mm. think it was the coolest thing ever. I was just like, let's get it over with. Um, and I, and I surprisingly, I did pretty good. I was a, I was a, uh, as an outside linebacker, my, my job was if, any of the running backs for those of you guys who don't know football and outside linebackers, essentially there's a line, there's the offensive line, which is the people that are trying to push the ball down the field. And there's a defensive line that are trying to keep them from coming down the field. Mm-hmm. I would be on the defense a little bit behind the line to the right. And my job was if anybody with the ball came out around the corner, I'd rock them. Yeah. So I, that's what I would do. Oh yeah. And, uh, and I was decent at it. And then I decided I was going to quit because my coaches were, well, one of them specifically, I'm not going to call him out, sure. but he got fired last year. So I'm super happy about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of my coaches was a chotch. Okay. So, uh, Fair. so I, so I quit and then I decided, okay, I'm no longer doing high school. I'm, I'm going to move ahead. Cause I, it's like, this is, it's like, I understand the importance of getting these friendships and relationships at the time i didn't think it was that important now looking back i kind of wish that i stayed in high school so that i could like actually know people around my area mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm happy i took the step to move out of that even though the co-curriculars were super fun i loved mm-hmm. band i loved uh well, football you never band. told us what you played at band uh i actually was percussion oh okay so, so, so i didn't play no fancy brass or uh or or flute mm-hmm. i uh i played the sticks and uh i was pretty pretty damn good at it i like i was the snare drums i was what was some of the was there any like notable like songs that you remember playing dude i mean i could i I, there's one song that i remember but i don't remember what it's called and i'm not gonna just say the the beat to it because i was gonna gonna ask for the beat i'll be honest like what are we talking it was a Bum 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 b
that's how it went. Uh, you're about to get me DMCA, dude. Uh, thanks a lot. That Sorry. was too good. No, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I apologize. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. So, I, you know, I, I have to do the background research for that. I have to do the background research for that. Um, that's awesome. So you did these clubs. You played that sport. You recognize that, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on relationships. I'm going to focus on a little bit of uh, uh, stuff outside of the realm of co-curriculars. Let me ask this, Al, then. Uh, what is a memory, whether it be good or bad? Good in the sense uh, uh, it's a memory that you look back on fondly, or bad in the sense that it was a difficult time in your life that you needed in order to grow and learn something about yourself. Can you give us either a good or bad memory from your high school experience? Um, I mean, it was it was the continuation of junior high into high school because mm. junior high right before it. Um, the last year of junior high was the year that I lost all my friends um, because of how I kind of strayed away because I realized that I'm called for bigger and better things than to be a dick. Yeah. Um, that, that, that freshman year was like super difficult uh, trying to like figure out who I was and what I wanted to be. But there was so much growth in it and there was so much kindness from people that I never expected. Mm-hmm. I was kind of I was kind of brought up under the wing of some seniors actually. Um, whenever I separated from uh, a bad group of kids, and uh, that's like that's the bad part, like the the sad part. It's like I separated, but then the good part is that I had some people that kind of encouraged me and brought me up and helped me, mm-hmm. and uh, and definitely led me to try to be a better person and tell me what it means to truly mature and be beyond your years rather than being. 15 acting like a 14 year old but being 15 and acting like you're 20 you yeah know what i mean uh, but tell me that uh, you know if, if you feel comfortable sharing this but what does it look like you're, you're saying a bad crew i've heard this a lot during this the, 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 our time together so far you tell me these are people that were influencing you in a negative manner uh, maybe there's someone that might be experienced this thing uh, experiencing this now in the present could you give us qualities of a group of people at that time in high school that weren't life-giving, that were more detrimental than helpful? People that are there when you're winning, but aren't there when you're not. That is the biggest flag. And you sh- I feel like people should know this, but sometimes people don't. Yeah. It, it, and, and some people think it's more of a necessity to please others. Mm-hmm. Um, but it depends on who those people are. Um, because I mean, I, w- I, I was the type of person that wanted to please every single person, re- like, no matter what. Yeah. And then, and then that's what kind of led me down that path. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm a people pleaser. I want to I wanna, I wanna do what I can for people and see, and hopefully they'll like me. Yeah. And hopefully they'll care about me. But then it gets to a point where I, I realize within myself, these people aren't wanting what's best for me. It's really just a matter of what can I do for them? Mm. And, and that's a and that's like a really big thing that people don't understand sometimes when it comes to being in high school it's like you're trying to fit into the social group when the social group is you have to be like forcing yourself to get up in there and that's that's not how how a good relationship would grow yeah it it it, it comes with it comes with time and it comes with calm and it comes with peace and it comes with with love and it comes with uh, kindness comes with uh, prosperity, and there's a there's a there's a fine line where you can realize, time out, these people are honestly doing their own thing, and 
they're doing some stuff that's probably something my parents wouldn't want me to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm still following them, but maybe it's time for me to stray away and see who I truly am, not who I'm trying to please to be someone wow. else. Wow. That's great. And what an angel on your shoulder to have those seniors to, to look over or look out for you. I'm sorry. And, and recognize when, when someone is in a situation that this could be a long-term problem and just be like, no, we got you. Like we will, we'll give you a heads up. We'll like, this is the, what's going on here is not, not the greatest. And it's, it, that, that's huge. Again, you have these people, I, I'm starting to see a theme of people watching over you, whether it comes from your brother or these people in high school or your yeah. parents. Like, I'm seeing how you're taken care of in life. Uh, I'm so. blessed. I'm definitely blessed. I like you say that. I, I like that, uh, that word over lucky. I don't like the yeah. word lucky. I, I, I right. don't believe in it. I, 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 I love the word blessed. And I, I truly, I, I think you are blessed in that regard. Thank you. Um, let's take you to your final weeks of high school. All right. So uh, we're getting the cap and gown. You're finishing up your finals. You're writing in each other's yearbooks. We'll be best friends forever. All right. Tell me this. What was the next uh, choice for Burple Vector after high school? Was it a four-year university? Was it community college? Was it work? Was it traveling? Was it a year off? What was your decision and why? So if I truly think about it, since I only did one year of high school, it, it, it went into a uh, kind of like a spiral of, oh, crap, I'm on my own. What am I doing? I don't have like teachers except for my mom and she's doing mm-hmm. a great job. But what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I decided for myself that, hey, OK, doing content creation full time and I'm actually able to do it as a job. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very blessed for that. So I was like, OK, let's keep pursuing this. I started meeting new people. I started meeting my uh, meeting people in the YouTube space, like my friend Preston. Uh, I started meeting people in the Twitch space uh, that that kind of helped me. Like, hey, maybe you should uh, maybe you should like keep pushing yourself to be better on the Twitch platform. Maybe you can grow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. Uh, and and while I was doing that, I was during the high school years. I was also still doing my classes. My mom was doing really well to maintain that for me. Yeah. Um, a year ago, um, I started my first year of community college. Um, and, uh, and since it was COVID, everything's online Yep. and since it's online, I've been on the computer for years <laughs> and all these, and all these new people that are in college are like, how do I work this education platform? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's <laughs> do it. I freaking loved it. I could wake up when I wanted to. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely cheesed it for my first class. My first class, you had to be there at 10 AM. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean, on the, the thing. Yeah. I, they they didn't require us to unmute or have our webcam on. So I took the entire class without ever attending a single session. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. All right. I just I read all the content and mm. I I made a 97 in the class. You are like, such a, a Twitch frog or YouTuber by referring to your textbook as content. This is <laughs> I read all my teachers' content creation. And uh, uh, she told me to smash the the like button and notification bell for more <laughs> for more updates. <laughs> dude, it says it on the page. It says content, and then it says this is what you're studying over. This is what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. I'm sh- shut up. Be what professional. What a dork. Here. What a dork. I love it. I love it, Sal. I love it. I love it. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. But uh, so you you cheesed your first half of of, of that. 
tell me, like, what is it like? I, I've never done this. Like, you guys are living in such a, a wild time in, in the yeah. world where it is literally, I mean, I, I can't imagine what a COVID graduation looked like. I can't imagine what a what COVID classrooms look like. What is it like from your experience being online? And, and I know you said you had home court advantage. You already enjoyed that kind of stuff. But do you feel like you were missing out in the classroom or, or any well, of that yeah. jazz? No, a hundred percent. Like, like I said earlier, it's like missing the people. Yeah. Um, because like in the past couple of years, I've realized how important people are. Um, mm. back, back when I was in high school, I didn't really focus on it too much. It's like people have only let me down. And that's how I viewed things. Um, I didn't view it as like a propel, like propelling me into the future. It more so was just like, all right, people are going to let me down. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I don't care. Yeah. And, and, and I, sometimes I still have that mindset. Cause I'm not a genuinely warm person. Mm-hmm. At least I don't, I, I don't, I don't give off that vibe to people that I don't necessarily know. Mm. Um, it, it's, there's a, there's that, there's that part of me that wishes though, that I'd, that I, 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 I spent more time with people and that's my regret. It's the fact that my peers, that I, I, I was so prideful and selfish at the time that I thought of myself as above them. Yeah. And so, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the time to get to be in a relationship with them because I was like, I'm better than you. And that's the, that's the idea that I had in my freshman year after all the stuff had happened that happened. And it's a terrible mindset to go through because it's just disheartening to yourself and it's, and it's negative and it's, 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 it's hurtful. And all it can do is just put you down a slope. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, why do I keep on getting off topic? What am I doing here? Why do I keep on going to that? You asked there's, me if there's, there's no such thing as off topic, my man. You clearly have never watched the show. All right. You, uh, you are okay. always on topic. You can't go wrong. Essentially. I wish I spent more time with people. I wish I did. I wish I accepted it and gave more thought to it. If yeah. anything. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that a lot. What are you studying or what would you like to be studying college Dude. as you focus your major? Well, right now, since I'm in my sophomore year, I'm going to get my associates by next May, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm just getting core curriculum out of the way. That's just my associates is literally going to be in the core curriculum because the college that I'm going to doesn't really offer that much yeah. um, when it comes to like bachelors. So I'm probably going to move to Dallas uh, once I uh, get that situated. And uh, honestly, I'm still figuring it out. I was thinking of communication. I was also thinking of business, maybe even ministry, like Ooh. just... Yeah, yeah, like any any of those just avenues that I can help, like kind of like lean onto, like what I'm, I feel like I'm okay at. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think I'm good at communication. I think I'm good at, uh, at least I hope I get at ministry. Yeah. Uh, and then and then I'm, <laughs> I, I think and I I'd like to say that I'm I'm a bit of a businessman. I've I've mm-hmm. I've had to, I've I, and since like I matured quickly, mm-hmm. I hang out with people that are in their mid twenties typically. I, yeah. I, I have a few people, a few friends that I have online and a few friends that I have in person that are like 18, 19, mm. but typically it's people that are like 25 and over mm. and, and I don't have a problem with it because I, I just view it all the same, and, yeah. and, but I do get clowned on for being young. I do get clowned on. Oh yeah. You're the baby, dude. You're the I'm baby. The baby. I, the baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it, when I look at you or when I hear you, Sal, you really do remind me a lot of, of ministers. Like you, and I'm not even, I'm not trying to tell you which way to go or any of that, but like the way you've spoken for the past two hours, like I hear it. I was also raised in the church. So that's why it's like, and we'll talk about this off. So we could talk about this after, yeah, you know, I don't yeah, want to, it's the, the show is yeah. not about me at all, 
But like, right. I would love to. Sp I would love to pick your brain on all that, man. Uh, oh, like, 100%. you you speak so I, I I could feel it. It's it's passionate. It's something that's inspired. So I love that. I love that style. Appreciate you. Thank you. So let's go from here. All right. We talked about your family. We talked about your education. Uh, the third part is your work history. Again, this is one of those planted bathroom breaks. Are you good? Do you need water? Do you need anything? I might grab water real quick. Go ahead. Go get a water. Go relax. Do I need, do I need, do I need to turn no, off any cameras? not at all. You could just walk away. You're fine. There's nothing wrong. See? It's as easy as that. The easiest show on Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. All right? And he gets to show off the flannel. Dang. I'm, I'm, I'm not five foot eight. I don't know. Someone Google the, the brand of that bunk bed, please. All right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what is this man's doing? I'm going to go grab a water. I'll be back. Do your thing. Do your thing. Man, what a dork. I like this guy. <laughs> I'm the one with glasses and can't run fast. And I'm calling this man's a dork. All right. I can see why you all love him so much, though. He's he he speaks from the heart. He's this is he's a real deal holy field. I I don't I I think he's 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 I I think the world of him. I I haven't even finished the show. I would I would don't tell him this guy's all right, but I would love to have him on the other shows as well. I'd love to introduce him to some new creators around this platform. This and that man, he kills it. He kills it. He's killing it so far. Moms, you're great, man. You guys are too nice. Moms is amazing. Thank you so much, man. Uh, too many kind words, man. It's been a tough couple of weeks, and um. And, you know, I, you, we're still learning. We're still growing as a human. But I appreciate the kindness. Andy, what up? He's a fucking nerd. Don't boost his ego. All right, Andy. All right. You, you, you coming in with just Andy is embodying the wet blanket tonight. All right. I love you, Andy. I love you. I love you. I'm messing. Moms, you're pretty cool. Uh, Looney, I appreciate that. That's really kind of you, man. I, I, I enjoy what I do here. I enjoy uh, learning about your favorite content creators and you know i'm 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 just i i know i'm old but i mean even older salt look at this look what he does he comes in with a glass of water is that's a chooch whatever is it the word chach chach is it chooch chach chach chooch chooch i'm back yeah all right perfect all right i gotta use the restroom give me one minute the community's yours all right i'll be right back okay hi Hello. Um I got a water. Hi. Thank you. Say, appreciate you. Uh go away again. Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> shit, it's midnight. Uh I have a uh, go go school. I have to go to school and such. Love you guys. Bye, Sal. Peace out, Rosa. You have a fantastic rest of your night. Uh Sal, you're thank you, Allie. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, fun fact. What's what's the fun fact, Nia? Uh, hello, everybody. Hi. Are you guys having a good night? I th I, I mean, this last part's definitely been heavy. Oof. Uh, that was not a fart, by the way. That was me sliding on my leather chair. Um, just making sure you're aware of that. Um, it's been very heavy tonight. It's been very heavy, but it's it's like it's. I'm happy that you guys get to hear this part of me because it's not something that I typically share. Um, it's different. It's very different. And it's 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 good, it's very good. How are you, Sal? I honestly I feel super relaxed. Like I, uh, it feels good to be able to just talk about life, and uh, it's refreshing. That's that's one way I'd put it. It's very refreshing. Um, thank you, Mimi. Thank you, Andy. 
you could be uh, reading One Piece right now, but no, you could do both. I mean, right now would be the perfect time to start reading at least one chapter. You get one chapter done right now, Ty, if you start. Love you all. Good night. We'll watch when the video comes out. Of course. OJS, where everyone says they're nervous at the beginning, and then later they're so relaxed. It's so awesome. It's, it's incredible. It's a great experience. Um, I'm happy that I can be open. I'm happy that I can be open. I don't, I mean, uh, have you guys heard some stuff about me tonight that you guys didn't know before? Because I, I feel like there's some things that I haven't told you guys before that you guys are uh, learning about me, which is, uh, it's, it's, it's different. It's different. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being vulnerable. I'm being vulnerable. And uh, you guys don't, won't catch me like this often. But this is a place where it's kind of it's kind of how it is. So you get it. You get huh? it. Get it. What? I can hear everything from the restroom. By the way, I, I'm like okay. You steps, don't. I'm ten steps away. But you don't have you don't have headphones. I mean, your headphones are like off. How do you hear Isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That's the show business, baby. That's it. it, it's it make it. Do you have a speaker in your bathroom so that way you know what people are saying? I don't even. My cell phone's over here too. That's the crazy part. It's not oh even. But you you actually hit the nail on the head. You get it. You get what the show's about. You get it. Right. Where Thank it's you, I, I didn't even get to say the corny ass line that I usually say, which is at the end of the show, I ask your community, put ones in the chat if you've learned at least one new thing about Sal. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. As well as the fact that, you know, I think and I'm gonna break the fourth wall here by saying this. More often than not, when you're streaming, like I notice this about streamers, is that they um they're in the zone. They're trying to entertain. They're trying to create a community that's somewhat of an escape slash just something that they can vibe to and or be entertaining or be really high gameplay. So they're busy doing something, right? Yeah. But it is very hard to just switch the mood into talking about themselves, candidly, right? It's so weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. There's also it's it's tough to talk about it with a complete stranger, let alone a 28 year old Asian man across the United States. <laughs> Wow, this is so weird. Is, yeah. Who, who would have thunk, all right? Who would have thunk that oh. this is what, uh, you know, Twitch wanted this, all right? A little bit, eh, to some degree. We'll see. All right, it's still early. I've, I've okay. done this only a hundred and something times. There's a lot of stories to be told. But I, I've enjoyed myself so much, Purple, honestly. Like, it's, I've it's, enjoyed myself. This is great. That's too kind, man. Thank you. Um, but we still have two more sections in your life story before uh, you get hit with those community questions, all right? Again, exclamation mark sure. Q if you have any questions for Sal, we'll try to read as many as we can, including that four-minute and 21-second joke that he promised at the end of it. All right, we're really teasing that, seeing that if it's worth its money in advertising. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about your work history. All right, Sal? So similar to a resume, I do this segment similar to a resume, where I want you, if you were to be applying for jobs right now, how many positions would be in your work history section? So it's usually around four to five. So if you have more than that, don't go too crazy. But, you know, how many, how many uh, jobs would you put in that work history segment? Dude, Shoot. I legit, up until a week ago, okay. my only source of income was Twitch. Oh, okay. All right. So I mean, you're still was, pretty young, too, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, so I'm 18. I mean, I probably should have got a job at 16, but this was my job. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I legit have been stable. Mm -hmm. Just a, just a doing content creation on Twitch, which that's is so sick. insane. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, 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 that, that's where I like, whenever I said it's like, I, this is actually serious now, like earlier, it's like, I can do that. Like, yeah. I, I was, I was making enough to be able to provide for myself and to be generous and to help other people and to do what I need to do yeah. while also maintaining 
just positivity and being able to like hang out with people and do it as a job. Yeah. Like, that's a dream. That's like, dude, it's like unheard of. You think of kids these days that like, it's like, Oh, I want to do Twitch when I grow up or I want to mm. do YouTube when I grow up. It's like, even though I'm 18, it's like seeing that transition because five years ago you did YouTube. You're kind of weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, it, like if you want to do YouTube growing up five years ago, okay. You're, you want to make Minecraft videos. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay as a buddy. living. As a living, yeah, okay, yeah, you're not get, you're not gonna get too far. Mm-hmm. And then now you think about kids that are like ten years old watching YouTubers that are like, I'm gonna do that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, when when did that transition happen to where like kids are like wanting to actually pursue that? I mean, but everybody wanted to play. I know almost every single like boy kid, and I know this just because I'm a boy. It could be girls too. I wouldn't know, but I'm not a girl. So, um, I know for boys growing up, it was like I'm gonna play video games and make money. Mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. that thought there was that thought that occurred in every boy's brain is like i'm gonna play video games and i'm gonna make money doing it mm-hmm. that's essentially that's essentially what twitch streamers do yeah and and it's literally the dream um <laughs> but what are you gonna go you, you're gonna talk about oh, i was gonna insert a joke but i'll wait another second don't worry no, it, no insert your joke now. Well, i mean it. i think there's always also to, on the flip side a threshold where you realize that that dream is shattered so it's like for me it's you're getting right. 12th place on you're rainbow right. road it's not gonna work like, no, <laughs> it's yeah, over it's so true <laughs> this is the ups and downs man yeah. it's a freaking mountain mm-hmm. uh, but i was gonna say literally a week ago mm. you want you want to know how my interview went and this is an interview Shoot. i'm talking about like a work interview though. yeah yeah walked in i'm being smug because i don't actually want the job my parents want me to have it so that i have some sort of application in life to working with people in a public setting which Mm -hmm. is understandable i get it um working is a place called and i don't care if i dox the place because if you want to come get a burger come get a burger uh it's called juicy's hamburgers and i uh essentially i uh i i pulled up and i talked to this girl and she said, "Okay, do you have any prior work experience?" I'm like, "No, ma'am, I do not. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I don't have any. I uh, I do, in fact, create content and manage content uh, online." And she's like, "Oh, that's really cool." And that's how I worded it so that I didn't say that I stream on Twitch. Yeah. Um. And and then, <laughs> essentially, uh, she asked, "Okay, well, uh, how'd you hear about this job?" I was like, "My brother worked here." Okay. And, and and she was like, okay. And then she said, can you take a drug test? And I was like, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to answer that question. Of course, yes, I could take a drug test. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you can't, say, you can't say no. They'll be like, oh, okay, okay. great. Um, I guess we won't. So they're like, can you take a drug test? And I'm like, yes. And she said, okay. If it comes back clean, we'll have you working in two days. I was like, they paid me $12 an hour. It took two minutes to do my interview. Mm-hmm. I was like, what it was they didn't, I, even, they didn't ask anything else that was it they didn't they didn't ask about hours they didn't ask about like if i want to do part-time full-time what i plan to do like they must have needed people bad that's true too that actually is true so so i but i mean i got my hours set i mean to be fair though this week uh i i said i want to work 25 to 30 hours once mm-hmm. i got the job i said i want to work 25 30 hours i sat in the place with the manager and he was like okay we can make that happen he was like, you want to work Saturday? I'm like, not necessarily. He's like, what if you work earlier on a, on a Friday and then you have Saturday off? I was like, that sounds incredible. Thank you, sir. It's clean. Mark's off Saturday. Saturday comes along. Sal, I need you to come in at nine. 
I'm like, okay, great. I'm so happy to be able to do the job on that day that I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, lo and behold, halfway through the day, I get there. Someone doesn't show up for their shift. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, fantastic. Now, here's what happens. My shift manager, Sophia, uh, essentially said, hey, Sal, this person can't come in today. Can you pick up the shift? She's like, I have to deal with my uh, pregnant sister. Um, this other guy's, and like this is true, this other guy's grandmother just passed away. Mm. And and this person over here has to go pick up their kid from childcare. And I'm like, I can't say no. Yeah. I, like, it's like, it's like... Oh, it's like it's like it's like I'm gonna look like a terrible person if I don't go. So I'm like, okay, I'll take the shift. So I worked 12 hours that day. Jeez, I mean, you I made worked, some bank, but oh, oh, I mean, I've been working. This is my first job ever. Working since Wednesday, I've done 37 hours since Wednesday last week. What? And I didn't. Yeah, is this supposed to be a part-time gig? <laughs> supposed to be. I don't legally. I don't know if they're allowed to yeah, do exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm not allowed to go past forty. Uh, well, also to be fair, the work week is Sunday to Sunday, right? So Sunday to Saturday. Well, so uh, if you no, so, so they, they no, they changed it, man. Like Ooh. my our work week is Wednesday to Wednesday. So I still got two more days. I'm working only one more day though this interesting, week. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Keep the receipts. Yeah, Keep the receipts. I do. I, do. I got. I got them, bro. I got them in my wallet. I got my shift times. That's that's actually kind of wild. I mean, here's the deal though. If if they're paying me, I'm that's not true complaining too. too I'm 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 not complaining too much. I mean, like if they want to put more money in my pocket, I understand. It's like I'm sitting. I'm standing around most of the time, just sitting there doing drive. Hey, welcome to Juicy's. What can I get for you today? Like. I'll take a number three with a with a Dr Pepper. I think fries will be all right. It's crazy. Um, actually, sir, we uh, we don't have numbers. We just have like we have cheeseburgers, junior cheeseburgers. I I, mean, I want to speak missed. to your manager. Thank you. Uh, the, no, I, I, so you wait. So Sal, you didn't even tell me what you were doing at this job. I thought you for the longest time. I thought you were cooking. You're working the register. I'm working cashier, drive through, drive through window, drive through order taker, float, which means I do both, yeah. and then I work lobby. I don't, I don't Jeez. cook. I mean, I cooked, I, I, I've, I cook a little bit. So they taught me how to cook. I know how to make a burger, not to make a burger. And I was disappointed with one that I made yesterday. So I haven't tried making another one. What's uh, disappointed mean? Uh, it means like what happened to the burger undercooked? Dude, I, so, well, dude, I, it was, it was overcooked. I took, I, I thought I could do it like freaking Papa, Papa, Papa hamburgeria, like that, that Google game. And I yeah. Put it on, Put it on there for a minute and a half. Flip it again a minute and a half, and I thought it'd be great. Uh, probably a little bit longer than that, not a minute and a half. But, you oh, know, you get man. you get what I mean. Yeah. And it and it was it was it was it was well done. It's a well done <laughs> burger, and I wanted a medium well. Yeah. And I took a bite into it, and I was like, mm. <laughs> tastes like a brick. <laughs> great. But people are watching you, so you gotta love it. That's the thing. You can't. You you don't want to shit it, on it, yourself. It's after my it's after my shift too, so it's like ten o'clock. Yeah. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the lobby. There's like one old couple in the corner, like looking at me, like, isn't he supposed to be working? And I'm like, I'm like yeah, on my phone, drinking a Dr. Pepper, <laughs> looking at my sandwich. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. This guy. Yeah. Living it up. Chew it up. Chew that bubble gum meat Dude, you love. I, I had to, I eat the whole thing because my, the, the owner of the store was there. That's hilarious. That's good the, stuff. The, dude, he was literally sitting at the front counter. So he has mm-hmm. a direct 
he can look me in the eyes from the counter where I'm mm-hmm. sitting at this table and I'm like, <laughs> hi, um, I did lots of work today. By the way, I'm totally off shift. I'm allowed to be on my phone. Please don't fire me. I wish he was like, oh, you young sir, make me that burger I love so much. <laughs> I wish he asked you to you're make like, him you're a burger. Like, he's like, how'd you make that burger, man? I'd be like, yeah. I don't know. It's actually leather. I actually bought it across the street. Uh, This is your competitor. I'm trying it out to make sure that it's not as good as our burgers. All right. That's how you do it. That's how you sell. I like Uh, that. I like that. So you've, you've been there for only a little bit over a week, correct? Or almost a week. Almost a week, a little under a week, two days. And, and, and you had mentioned that this job was something you didn't particularly want, but you got it and you, you've been doing it now. What have you learned about yourself doing this job so far? I mean, my applications that I've brought to Twitch kind of apply to the people that I talk to at the place. Like what? Um, not not necessarily with my coworkers, but with customer service. Mm. Um, I make it super, 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 like evident that I genuinely care about the person. Like, and I know I shouldn't. I mean, there's, I mean, I should, but like, I know that there's a weird disconnect when you're talking to customers. Mm. But like, for example, I'm at the drive-through window. I'm gonna be the best freaking drive-through taker you're ever gonna hear. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, what's up? How's your day going? And every person, even as repetitive as I, as it goes. And and I and I and I say that first, and then they're like, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. I'm like, all righty, what would you like today? And I and I try to and I try to like just be as kind as I can. I'm like, take as much time as you want. I know it's kind of overbearing. We got a big menu. And I'll mm-hmm. just try to I'll try to humanize because for some reason people that are in the drive thru sometimes forget because I've fallen short. Uh People forget that it's another person working on the other end. It's not just some robot, emotionless human being that's like taking your order. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like you're like, they're like, "What can I get for you today?" And I'm like, "Oh damn, man! I I hope their day gets better." Mm. <laughs> and and I think it's very important to and and then that's one thing that I've learned from working here is like you really, really, really gotta like understand like what's happening here. This person's working. Mm-hmm. and they are trying to make a living for themselves so they're doing this job there's no reason you should make their job any worse if anything try to lighten up their day and then same it goes the same way as someone who's working at the drive through it's this person that's ordering a burger right now could be dealing with something terrible mm. be as kind as you can show as much love as you can and hey maybe uh, you'll make their day and maybe get a tip in the process. Okay, there it is. There it I'm is, kidding. Purple. All right. It's a joke. No, a joke. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I was, I, you know, it's that's good stuff. I like that's so smart. I, I wish more people understood the 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 emotional intelligence that was involved in sales. Like that. I mean, what you're doing is selling. I mean, essentially, they're already out the lot, so you already know they're gonna buy. But you might as well make their experience something that's memorable or at least pleasant. And so yeah, yeah. when you do that, I mean, more often than not, they'll want to either A, come back or B, just, you know, again, you but, made someone's day a little bit better. The best part is it's mostly old people. And there's a lot of super me. kind old people. Yeah, we're but, pretty cool. You ain't got to say that about yourself no, like that, bro. Cool, come on. Well, old people are kind of awesome. Over the age of 50. Over the age of 50. People over the age of 50 that come here for breakfast. So we, we serve breakfast. Ooh, we what? Serve we serve breakfast platters. We serve uh, uh, taquitos. We serve a bunch of like just sausage biscuits, sausage egg and cheese, bacon egg and cheese, ham egg and cheese, like all of it. Yeah. Um, and so 
old people want the breakfast in the morning. Oh yeah. So so like they'll they'll pull up, man, and it, the the rush is at nine ten a.m. Mm. It isn't even at lunch. It's not even at dinner. The rush is at ten a.m. because it's about like it's about a bunch of people in their mid sixties that are like, can I get that breakfast special platter with uh <laughs> two pancakes, uh two bacon's, uh instead of the wheat toast and the white toast, can I get two biscuits and I'd like some brunch potatoes? Hell yeah. Okay. And and I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like, have you had a good day so far? Because I know you're about to. Them brush potatoes smack. That is, and, you are the, qui- there's a term in Tagalog called sip sip, which is kissing ass. You are good at this. <laughs> you know how to make someone feel good. This is good. Holy cow. So you tell him, that's a slick line. That's a slick line there. It's just show love to people, man. It's not too yeah. hard. That's true. I like that. I like that. I like that. So, I mean, all right. I, I love that you've shared what you've learned. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for you. You know, keep doing your thing there over at the burger joint. Um, but I do got to ask you, all right, let's talk about another job that, that you have been mentioning in the past, content creation. Let's talk about that, all right? So tell me right now, where are you with your channel? Where are you with your content? Where are you with this world of Twitch, YouTube, wherever you would like to spend your time and investing in? Oh, well, that's a loaded question. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's just, it feels very, like, a lot. It's like, it's like, it's because I, like, I feel like I'm happy where I am, but of course, as a content creator, you always want to grow to something bigger and better. Yeah. Um, but there's also that, that, that bit of contentment, you know? Because the way you, uh, the way I view it is like, you're not at two or three viewers. Mm-hmm. There's there's people that are taking time out of their day to spend time with you and spend time with the other people in the chat. And I mean, of course, gr- growing as a community is something that's always incredible. And but I don't want it to get to a point where I can't have relationships with the people in my chat. Like for some soup, like there's lots of huge streamers. Like, and I'm not saying they don't care about their chat. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Like for example, if I had the if I had the the base of someone like Shroud, okay, or, or someone like Saikuno, I wouldn't be able to have I wouldn't be able to have the relationships that I have with the people that are in my chat. That's true. Uh, it, it would it would become more of a it would become more of the civil servant thing rather than having like a family. It wouldn't feel like a family. It would just be like I have a good community because you wouldn't really know. I don't want to get to the point where it's like I don't know the people that I'm talking to, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's the same for like friends it's like if you keep on joining all these discord servers you meet all these new people and you forget others yeah it's like okay it's like calm down chill remember your roots remember what you should do remember how you should act remember how you should be remember how you should say yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir and uh just making sure that you get to a place that you're like I, i i i am content where i am but if anything i'm happy with where my twitch is I wish, uh, like, I wish it would have grown just a little bit more, and I and I might just venture out to other platforms as well, like YouTube or 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 whatever there may be. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say TikTok because I, tr- I tried TikTok, I did TikTok, and I found it boring. <laughs> That's fair. I just I just did. Uh, um, we did. I, so I was talking to my chat about it actually yesterday. Uh, yeah. No, in the stream earlier, I, before I sent them everybody here, I made ten TikToks. It was like a social experiment to see how easy or hard it is to grow. Out of 10, two of them got over 200,000 views. One of them got over 1.9 million views. Wow. 
and I got 40,000 followers off those 10 TikToks. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't something that I want to be investing my time in because I don't see it's like I, I, I just I because because it felt so hand outy. I also know how TikTok works as a corporation a little bit behind the scenes because I know people that uh, have worked with them. Um, and uh, maybe I'll shed a little light real quick. So TikTok, you want to know how TikTok works? Shoot. There is a person designated to a for you page. They see a post, they decide if it goes on it or not. They see another post, okay, I don't want it. And it's completely up to someone's opinion on whether or not it's cool or not. Okay. And that's how, like, it's so it's, okay, you like anime? Oh, that one's like a trash anime. Okay. Oh, she has a big butt. Send for you page. Oh, that guy is attractive for you page. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, no, that's I, like, I, I feel you. That, and that's how TikTok, op, TikTok operates. Yeah. 50 to 70% of the time. And I don't know if that's somewhere that I necessarily see as like a growth pattern because it's really, it's like you could hit like a super high. Cause I have no doubt if I, if I genuinely put time into that and invested into that, like I invested in Twitch, I could hit a million followers within sure. two months sure. because I, I, cause I just think it's, it, it, it's, it's, I, I don't think it's pointless. I think people who do TikTok, I think it's, it can be growth for you. And I think that it can be, uh, can be good depending on the content that you're creating. Um, but in the long haul, it's a it's a it feels like a, a third party company when it comes to its advertisements and the way that the sponsorships work. Mm. So I'm like I'm like, eh, well, I don't necessarily want to be sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts and have my own drink, um, <laughs> because of a TikTok dance. Mm. Um, but avenue wise, maybe there, possibly. I don't I don't have a sour taste for people who do TikTok. I, I don't because I my brother does it and he got and he's he, he's having so much fun with it. Yeah. Um and then uh YouTube definitely. I've got a bunch of friends that are I'll just, just say they're doing really well on YouTube. Yeah. And they've they've offered to bring me under their wing a little bit to do YouTube. So I'm like, hey, maybe that's another avenue that I can enjoy or invest in. And Twitch, honestly, I've met so many incredible and like beautiful hearted people that I'm like, I'm content. I, I'm happy with where I am. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it's not about the numbers to me. It, it's like, of course, there's that point where it's like, well, you're doing a job. Does that mean you're not making enough on Twitch? It's like, no, that's not the case at all. It's it's practical application in my life that I'm trying to learn. Yeah. Um, so again, it's not about the numbers. It's not about that. It's about, it's about the people that you meet along the way. And I think that's, uh, I think that's something that's, uh, it's definitely giving me my contentment. But here's the thing. Right here's the thing, though, Sal. This is where I'm getting perplexed because if you're doing so well, regardless of how you feel about the company or not, like that's a portfolio piece. Like to have a a million followers on a platform, that's a port. That's that's huge. And you don't even need to be trying to monetize that at all. But then you could use that as you know leveraging pieces and uh in in other negotiations you could you when you have to send media kits for example or or even if you want to use that to um transition people from tiktok to say you don't want you want to keep your twitch where it's at to youtube i definitely see the business opportunity in it and okay. i definitely see i 100 percent agree with you like and i and i understand the avenue that it can create for people yeah I just don't know if I can do it personally in a way that's like uh, okay. where 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 I'm enjoying what I'm doing kind yeah. of because it is it would take time it would take effort it would take algorithms to learn it a little bit 
um, a little bit more, at least, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I think I, and I think the creation of TikTok was a good thing. Mm -hmm. I, and, I, and I think it does get abused. What do you mean by now, that? Now, so the way that, because, and again, the, depending on what side of TikTok you're on, mm -hmm. there are people that pour their heart out creating good edited content and putting it out there so that people can enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas other people could post a meme and it gets 2 million views or like not to hate, but a girl could just put her boobs literally on the freaking camera and get hundreds of thousands of followers. And that's true. Like it, like in, in, in it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's it's somewhat off-putting that you can put all these different people in the same. And I, by the way, I like boobs. Boobs are dope. But at the same time, it's kind of off-putting. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah, yeah. off-putting that like you can. Is some people have a better chance of 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 getting higher numbers because of how they look, not but, because of the work that they put in. But isn't that isn't that? I, I, I'm I'm going to sound a little bit callous when I say this. Isn't that somewhat content creation in general? Yeah, I guess. I guess, but I mean, at the same time, it's like it shouldn't be about. And and well, if you think about it, I mean, some of the biggest content creators out right now, Dream. I mean, he doesn't know. People don't know what his face looks like. Dream's got a rack. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's on me. That's on me. Hey, uh, delete the body. Delete the body here tonight. I can't. I can't afford that. All right. I DM Dream a week ago. All right. I can't afford that. Uh, hey, 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 I didn't talk about it. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. But no, I, I hear you on that. I, I, I see that too. But I think like, you know, I mean, we can go with Jesus. Like, oh, I, this is now I'm, I'm, I'm like fascinated in this conversation. No, but I know. Like yeah, I could I can go toe to toe on talking about why I'm like, well, also dreams also, you know, he went into this section of content creation, this and that, you know what I mean, which is one of yeah. the highest rated in, uh, on, on YouTube or across platforms. But at the end of the day, I, I think you're right. I, well, let me even take a step back and slow things down. It's not whether you're right or wrong. I think it's your preference. You don't yeah. like the way that TikTok is, is built. You find more life and, and investment in YouTube, which honestly, I agree to. I love YouTube. Like, and I, I hope Twitch is not watching me say this, but like, I love both YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> I'm about to get in trouble. But it, it, you know, there's a lot of um, advantages to both that I see more so even than TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and all that. But you're right, you're right, and I, I'm I'm happy for you on that too. Especially having a crew that can help guide you and and people that you can collab with, or even just give you like tips behind the scenes because YouTube's a whole other behemoth of an algorithm. Beast. Exactly. I I have no. I'm gonna be very frank. I have no idea what I'm doing. I am just. Hopefully this title works and let's send it out to the universe and <laughs> let's see. But that's also the cool thing about YouTube. Anything can go viral, you know, similar yeah, to TikTok. Yeah. Whereas yeah, with Twitch, so it's like you're live and you're constantly doing something. But yeah. I don't know how the hell we got in this conversation. Uh, let just, me <laughs> where are we? Are we talking about like work? We're talking about your work history. <laughs> there's a reason why it's on the screen is to remind me to look. Oh, okay. Yeah, work what? history. Uh, I thought you said there's no such thing as going off uh, topic. There isn't. Hey, we were talking. This is work. We're on the clock. All right. I'm. 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 Oh, right, dancing. Right. We're talking. We. Oh, we went to content. We started yeah. talking about concentration. Do there you, you go. In In your ideal world, Sal, five years, ten years from now, where would you like to be in content creation? Content creation. I want to be able to supply for myself, and I think in five years. I mean, I don't think I don't know if I'd be married at 23. Maybe seven, eight years. I could be married. 
So it's 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 a matter of uh, being able to provide for the people that are around me. I know I probably will be in a relationship by then, so I want to be able to provide for uh, to, for her, and I want to be able to provide for people that are around me that I find close. Mm. Um, and and that's the biggest thing. It's like I don't care. Like I said before, I don't care about numbers. It's yeah. like because if you think of numbers, that's when you start like not objectifying technically is the word you start objectifying people as numbers rather than Correct. people. Correct. So, so it's like, I, I, I want to worry more about the, 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 the family aspect. The quality being time. Able, yeah. Quality time with your community. Yeah. While growth is a fantastic thing and I do hope for it. Yes. Um, I hope it gets to a place where I can do this full time, regardless of what I'm doing on a Sunday. You know what I mean? So it's it's like I definitely hope that's something that I can uh, achieve and that I can be uh, good at. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I mean, in other avenues, I wish that I could because I, I do small time voice acting for Funimation. I hope that that follows through and I can get some roles for that and maybe possibly be at a higher level in voice acting for anime, mm-hmm. which would be super sick as well. Um, and I think when it comes to work, job, content, that's my synopsis. I want to be able to provide my, my for myself through content while also doing things that I enjoy. Wow. One last question. All right. And it's, it's okay. reverting back to the very beginning of this conversation we had, Sal. You talked about, like, and I don't want to mince words here. You, you talked about contentment. You talked about you're happy where you're at with your community here on Twitch. But, of course, as all creators are, we always want to grow as well. Right? Yeah. Let's plan for the future right here. You know, let's say that we grow here on Twitch. You grow here on Twitch. Your community gets bigger. How do you plan to maintain that kind of atmosphere, family, and, and, and intentional relationships with a community when the number just gets too high and the chat starts going a little bit faster? I think uh, I haven't been too on top of it because I'm able to talk to most people in my chat. Um, yeah. But intentionally spending time with people on my discord i think that's something that wow. can be like super detrimental yeah. um even if it's like small like for example i used to have like anime nights where we would talk in vc text and we'd all be muted mm-hmm. and we would just be watching demon slayer or something like that mm-hmm. and uh and we'd all be talking to one another like just like friends and it's not like there's a content creator lording over this group of people no it's as equals I'm just the one that's sharing the screen. And that's mm. how I view it. I like that. Intentional time outside of the stream. Beautiful. Done. Well done, Sal. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. 100%. <clears throat> We're going to move on to the final part of your life story, all right? Again, after that, we will get into the community questions, exclamation mark Q, into the chat if you have questions for Sal. But here's the thing. This is the section where a lot of people start raising the volume. They got their finger on the clipping uh, tool here on Twitch. They start, you know, uh, they've been boiling in the water for hours. And finally, they're ready to talk a little bit of tea. All right. We're going to be talking your romantic history, Sal. All right. It happens every time. I give that same speech to every person. Don't think you're, it is not a special case scenario. It's, 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 I don't know why people get so nosy in each other's biz, but I'm able to, well, we're able to, it's not even just me. It's a conversation. It's both of us to, to have this conversation civilly. All right. 
Similar to the resume, similar to the work history segment, Sal, I want you to tell me how many significant others. I'm talking official, I am uh, Miss Purple Vactors uh, person. I'm not talking someone you swipe in right or left on. I'm not talking about a weekend gig. I'm not talking about someone you met in grade school either, all right? High school and up. How many full-on relationships have you had? Two. Perfect. All right. Let's start off with it. First one, how old were you? How did you guys meet? First one, I was 16, which I was super young. I mean, I'm only 18. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not, it's not too far long ago. Um, we met, I mean, obviously, school. School. Um, so I uh, thought she was cute. I got to know her. I, I don't get in relationships with people unless I know them for like a long time. Mm. I, I just I don't feel comfortable. Like, And additionally, I don't date to date. I don't think that's, I mean, some people do what, do what you want to do, live how you want to live. I don't date to date. And even though I'm young, still have the mindset of date to marry. It's, wow. it's, it's super important that if you're going to get into a relationship, you genuinely mean that you want to be with them, not just so that you can have them for their body or for your own amusement. It's, it's there because they're another human being and they have feelings, they have emotions. And what would it look like if you guys actually spent your life together? Mm. Not just, it's not just about for fun. It's it's a relationship. It's a it's it's intimate. Yeah. Um met. It was super good for about a year. Um started to stray away. It uh it 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 evolved into a a a case of me begging almost. No, I legitimately was begging to spend time with her. Um she she felt separate. Um, and she wanted to be separate. She put other people above me, like her friends, a hundred percent without a question were above me in every mm-hmm. situation. Um, which sometimes depending on how the relationship is, that makes sense. Um, like you have these people that have been with you for a few, super long time. Yeah. Some of them, but with this one, that shouldn't have been the case. Um, and especially when it was, wasn't even just her best friends that were above me. It was just friends in general, like normal people that she didn't even spend too much time with were above me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it was a, it was a mix of me continually to just continuously giving, 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 and not receiving a single thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it got to the point where it was like, okay, one day, and this is where the tea starts. Truly one day, uh, I got a call. I got a call from her. And she and like and this is like serious stuff. So like uh, and, I, and I'm being super transparent here. Um, essentially, someone had texted her. Uh, a group of people had texted her, and these and the the group of people that texted her were the popular kids at school. Mm. <laughs> um, they essentially told her, which this is a complete and total lie, and I'll stand by it until the day that I die. Um, that I was talking about having sex with her. And that I was talking about her body and that I was talking about how I use her for this, this, or the other. And uh, she she asked me about it. And she said, why are all these people saying these things about you? I'm like, we haven't even like hung out in two months because you don't ever want to hang out with me. Why would I even say anything like that? Does that even sound like me? It's like, there's, there's like there was like zero trust like whatsoever. And yeah. it was like, it was it was almost disgusting the way that, she viewed me because 
at that point, it's like all I ever wanted to do was to spend time with her and to love her unconditionally. And because of how she was raised, because of her home life, I had sympathy for her. And I, I continuously wanted to help her in any way that I could. But she continuously kept pushing me away until she believed that lie that was told about me. Mm. Um, she believed that lie. And, uh, and people legitimately, and this also kind of, whenever I left, left high school, freshman year, 16, I, it, was, it was the mix of wanting to be able to do my own thing and pursue my own path and live the way that I wanted to live. But it's also people legitimately thought that I was an abuser. Like, because of these lies that were spread about me. And they don't believe it anymore. Um, this girl, she's in another relationship, and she apologized. Um, not to me, but to other people for some reason. I don't know why she thought that that was okay. But either way, she said that she – that no, it wasn't her that apologized. It was the group of kids. It was the group of kids that said they made up the lie just so that we would break up. Um, and so people thought I was an abuser. People thought they would call me a rapist like at school and I never even saw my girlfriend more than like three times a month. So I legit couldn't really, I couldn't really like live. It felt like I was constantly being constricted, like in this, in this environment where nobody believed that I was actually the person that I was. Um, and it, it, it put me in a dark place for a while. But then I was able to lift myself out of it and realize this is, this is all, it's, it's all lies. It's like, why would I, why would I feed into lies and negativity when I know it not to be true? I know who I am. I know whose I am. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. There's no, there's no negativity that can like get to me. And there's, and there's nothing that anybody that can like can say that will change my opinion on a situation that was totally bogus. And I was able to turn my life around and be like, hey, I forgived her. Uh, and I forgive the people that accused me. I haven't heard anything back from them after I forgave them. And I said, okay, I'm going to move on. And I'm going to push forward. And I did. And, uh, and that's how that relationship went. And it lasted for about a year and a half. It sucked. But I learned that... Uh, some people just aren't ready. And that definitely was a case. Yeah. I think, firstly, I appreciate you sharing that, man. That's a lot. That's a lot to yeah, digest yeah. And, and to take in. And, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your name, your reputation got dragged. Even if it was years ago, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It's still torment to you. And I, I can... Yeah, I, 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 while I don't understand the pain because it wasn't my life, I, I empathize with it, and I can, I, I can only imagine. Now, the question I do have is: during that season, where what seems like the world is against you, because you know people talk. Twitch and high school are very similar. People talk. Everyone talks. Yeah. When people are saying this of you. The nasty things, calling you every name in the book, accusing you of some evils. How'd you keep your sanity? How'd you keep your mental health? Well, that's why, uh, I mean, again, that first year of high school, I told you like earlier, it's mm -hmm. like I became cold. 
and I and I didn't want to bring up the romantic part yet or about the relationship because it wasn't time yet. Yeah. But I became super cold and I became super just if someone accused me of something, I would I would lose it. Mm-hmm. I would I I would be like, no, that's not what happened. I got to a point about about six months later, if someone had asked me about it, I uh I I was completely honest with them. I was like, okay. Here's exactly what happened. I was like, are you are you willing to listen to me? And this is how I eventually got my name cleared. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a matter of asking people or people asking me, it's like, didn't you like abuse this girl? And I'm like, no, no, I didn't. Will you listen to me? Because typically people don't at the time. That's what I would tell people. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Um, there wasn't trust. There wasn't love wasn't peace and we were just too immature i had i had nothing but respect for her and Mm. nothing but love for her and i had nothing but but my heart to give and the fact that that there's that point where people would legit lie about me so that we would break up yeah it, it 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 totally obliterates your your soul like you 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 unless you unless you're able to root yourself into something else mm. which which gladly i was and that was my faith i was able to do that um because that that's really what pushed me forward to becoming a better person because i was able to put my heart and soul into that mm. i i realized that it's not it's not my place to to judge others for what they may have done or what they might have done I'm not going to judge someone for it. And that's why I decided that once I once I started to heal from that process, that's why I forgave those people. And it gave me closure. And even if they now know that I didn't do it, I realize looking back on it, it's a moment to grow from. It's a moment to move on from. And I'm just happy that I'm out of it. And it's a uh, – everything came full circle. Yeah. Um. It's funny now. The same people that were uh, calling me out for being an abuser, the same people that try to DM me saying, "Hey, I saw you in this video today. You want to hang out?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay." Isn't no. that how it goes? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, dude. It's like, what happened three years ago? Why, yeah. why did you do the thing that you did? And most of the answers, I got an answer from one of them. Mm-hmm. They were. All of them were jealous. They were legitimately just jealous of the relationship that we had up to that point. And they didn't even know about the fact that she didn't want to spend time with me. They thought we were doing perfect. But they were jealous, so they made up a lie. And she dumped me because of it. And it was... It it was what it was. Uh, I haven't had the best luck when it comes to relationships. (laughs) That's fair to say. I mean... That's why uh, if if someone's not saying they're in a relationship right now or married or whatever, I've had a couple guests that are married, more often than not, these stories are pretty tragic or a little bit sad. They always end in in breakups. Yeah. But with the situation, man, you know, again, I I am just, it it brings me back to the point where your name is being dragged. You are fighting for your life. You're fighting for your reputation. And I love the fact that you found some solace in something bigger than in the drama. I, I, I do have one last question before we move on to the second and last person. 
You mentioned closure. I love that word. It's something that I think when faced with problems or, or, or troubles, we always try to seek it. And the sad part is in this world, sometimes we aren't guaranteed it. With closure no. in this situation, was it necessary to, to talk to those that lied about you in order to get it? Or did you already forgive and understand you know your truth, you know who you are, you know what happened, you didn't need to, to seek their closure. You just needed it for, from yourself. Honestly, I already had it for myself. Okay. I, at, a, at a certain point, I, I knew who I was and I knew what, what was just not true. Yeah. And, and for some reason, part of me thought that I did something wrong when that didn't happen at all. I did none of the things that people said that I did. But part of me was like, well, there was that one time where you uh, did this. And it's like, it'd be as small as like, you made pancakes the wrong way at our house. Like mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that that would like, would nitpick. like creep into my mind. And it would like nitpick me and it would be like little seeds of doubt in my heart that I'm like, maybe I am as bad as they say I am. But then I, I was like, bull, no, I'm not going to let that define who I am. I forgave them in my heart. I forgave them in my soul. I realized who I was. And then I decided I'm already past it. I'm going to go talk to these people. If for those that will talk to me, which there was one, um, and I'm going to speak my truth and I'm going to tell them exactly what happened. And it's just, since I took that step, Everything else healed. Like the entire, the entire lie that was spread about me, totally disappeared because people found out that it wasn't true. And and then that I mean, I didn't need that to relieve me because I was already I was already okay. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was good news to hear. Yeah, just was. That's cool though. Where like you know the cream always rises to the top. The truth, truth and lies. It's like water and oil. And it'll always separate. You'll know which is what. I love yeah. that. So tell me this then, Sal. Let's go into your second and final relationship, all right? How old were you? How'd you guys meet? And how did you rebound from this tragic and, and honestly, you know, kind of uh, stressful situation to now? Well, I'm 18 now. I was like 17 and a half at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, about a year ago, probably. I mean, if you think about it, it's like it's been about three, four years since that first relationship, and about a year ago is when I finally like opened up to the idea yeah. of uh, being in one. Um, me and this girl, uh, we had been best friends for about eight months, um, and none of my chat actually knew about this relationship. I, <laughs> I kind of because it was personal to me, and I and I very much cared about it. Yeah. Um, and I still care about this person today. So, uh, and that's something that I can definitely be happy to say it's like wasn't necessarily mutual but i i care about them as a friend and they care about me as a friend mm-hmm. um the way that it went for those first eight months it was just a constant matter of who we wanted to be and what our values were uh how how we want to live our lives what what our plans were um and this was just as friends this mm-hmm. wasn't even in a relationship yet because we were just so comfortable with one another um we we finally decided okay let's take the next step and uh we did lasted for a couple months 
okay. we we uh we we couldn't couldn't do anything intimate because it just didn't feel right um and uh it, it, it became an and it is like why aren't we just doing things like we did before or we were just friends and it was as as easy as it was and uh no essentially um broke up and i didn't want to break up but she did and uh i care about her i love her but the the hardest part is like it just it was the fact that she couldn't see it with me that uh that was that was the hard part because a month later she got with someone else yeah and i understand because it was it was different it was a different like it was weird being with me because of how close we'd been to each other Mm. um and uh i totally understand but it was the it was the fact that she moved on so fast and uh it was it was a super uh a super weird transition in my life but that transition happened at the beginning of this year um so, so I've been, I mean, I, I, I've, I've recovered from it pretty damn well and I'm happy with where I am and the people that I've met and the people that I know that care about me and the people that sur- I surround myself with, um, mm-hmm. are there to better me, not to make me worse. Um, and I still, and I still see this girl every once in a while and, uh, she's doing fantastic. She's flourishing and I want nothing else for her than to flourish. Fantastic. And, uh, and I, and I hope she thinks the same for me. And that's how that went. With that one, what it feels like when someone breaks up with you and then literally a month later, and I don't want to speak for you, but uh, from what I've you know also experienced or, or have seen, it's like you then question all the time you've spent together. You question mm-hmm. your own worth. You question all of it. Was this real or was this, well, yeah. well you know, you're moving on. It, the way the story is told, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so maybe if you can clarify this for me, the changing point was when you made the relationship official, yeah. you know, when it went from a friendship that you guys are talking long-term planning to officially being in a relationship, but something wasn't there. What changed between the friendship and to where you were at that moment that just didn't feel right? It was, it was like we talked about life, but I think on her side of the like the spectrum she decided maybe this isn't for me Mm. um and i don't know where that where that turn happened yeah um but it did and uh i think it was also the intimacy of the relationship Mm -hmm. as friends you can talk about these things and it won't be as awkward and uh and and in some ways it feels kind of I guess I want to say sibling because that sounds weird, but like <laughs> familial, familiar, I guess familiar. Yeah. And it, it seems okay to talk, but then whenever you get into the relationship, it it kind of is like, okay, well we're actually doing it. How is that going to play out? Mm. How is that going to? And then as it played out, it's like we found it extremely awkward to even like lay on the same bed together yeah it's like it's like it's like and and i'm talking fully clothed Mm -hmm. like it's like it's just awkward Mm -hmm. and and it was like because it's like we went from that stage where we're just super close friends talking every night to actually being in person kind of doing the things that we said we were going to do whenever we were best friends 
and then it just it 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 became a sense of like i guess just awkwardness for her mm-hmm. and it didn't feel awkward for me so that yeah. wasn't like reciprocated and that's when that changed um and i don't believe that uh that she was talking to anybody else during any of that time yeah i don't um i think that the next relationship that happened like a month later i think that she must have like had like a angel sent from heaven. I don't even know the dude, but like the dude yeah. must have like, because I know people that have gotten married in like a month. Yeah. So it's same. like, so, so it's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not salty about it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I, I'm happy for her and I'm happy with where I am. Yeah. And, and I'm open to the idea of a relationship. It's just, I hope that it ends up better than the last two. Well, it's hard to be salty about it. Cause it's not your life. Like, at that point, when you're no longer together, now the feelings are vicarious. Now you're just trying to look at her life and then comparing it into yours. So, like, whoever yeah. that she dates or is with at that time doesn't affect you. It's over. No. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask you, though, Sal, what did you learn about yourself during this time? I mean, I guess... I learn about myself that I, uh, maybe sometimes I get a little too invested Hmm. and I need to be more patient, careful, time myself and, uh, just let it flow. Don't try to force anything. There's it. uh, I'm sorry. Go on. Just let it flourish. Don't let it be something that's, we got to do this. 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 Mm. Just go with the flow. And and I know that's like a super like Bob Marley way of saying it, <laughs> but like just, just go with the flow. Here's a little song I wrote. You might. Yeah, I got you. I got again. That karaoke stream is coming up quick. All right, oh, we need yeah. to. We need to. Oh, we need to link up there. I, oh yeah. What I wanted to say, I was going to tell you something my mom always tells me, where it's, and this is coming straight out of her tele, uh, telenovelas, like the dramas that she would watch on the TFC channel in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. And it's to protect your heart. You know, it's so, I think romance and love, like, I'll be the first one, and I don't want to sit here and, and preach to you as if this is like, a, you know, tell you to do with your life, but like, you know, at 28, people are going to ask the same questions. Why aren't you married? You know, why aren't you, why aren't you dating around? Why aren't you doing this? Don't you know? Da, 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 da. And it's tough. It's tough because you have to consider the past. It's tough because you have to consider what are you looking for in a relationship? Who are you as a person even? Let's not talk about the person out there that's for you. Let's talk about you. Are you ready for, to receive that person? Yeah. And There's somebody out there. It's like, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. I like believe they've it. been they've been alive. Yeah. It's like you just haven't met them yet. It's no, like no. it's gonna happen. So let's talk about the present then, Sal. Let's talk about the present. Let's talk about the now. Where are you right now in your romantic relationship? Are are you looking? Are you seeking? Is it something that you're just you know? I'm you don't have time for that. What are where are you? It's not that I don't have time for that. It's I guess it's just it's. Uh, I guess it's just. I don't have anybody particular that I'm trying to be with. Yeah. Like, uh, and it's, it's a matter of, I guess, I don't think I'm going to 
get in a relationship right now that is something that I know is not for me. Um, and, and, and by that, I mean timing, place, mm. who's, who's it is, who they think they are, who they know that they are. Um, make sure they're secure in their self um, before I try to be secure in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I can say that I have all my stuff together, but if I get in a relationship with someone that's half-cocked, not really mm-hmm. ready to go, it's like, that's destined to fail. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely longing for one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's a, it's a, I mean, but I mean, most people, I mean, I know I'm young, so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to force anything. And I, and I, and I give that advice to friends. Yeah. It's like 18, 19. It's like, you have so much of your life to live. You're going to have a family in 10 years. It's like, you don't know. None then, of us know what's in store. Then why are you longing? I don't know, man. I guess it's just a feeling of, it's like, I guess it's just more of a sense of wanting to belong to somebody other than my, it's like, it's like, I want, I want to know that I've got someone for me. And uh, I know that's going to be something that is going to happen in my future, but I just long for it. And it's a, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird dynamic knowing that I can't have something but I still long for it either way. Jeez. You knocked me off my seat with that one. That was beautiful. I love nice, that. Bro. To, 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 to long for that, to, to want to belong to someone. That's beautiful. That, that's exactly it. Um, I, of course, have to ask the corny-ass question. What's the key to your heart, Sal? If someone here is trying to be a suitor, and maybe in the future they watch this on YouTube, what's the key to your heart? Key to my heart. Honestly, it's, uh, it's gotta be, what's going on up here? It's, it's, and I don't mean intelligence because I'm dumb. Uh, I, it, it has to be, we have to, we have to have the same values mm. and we have, and, and we have to, we have to know the path that we want before us. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's not, it's like, and I'm all, I'm all for, uh, doing whatever and live in however, as long as we have each other. Yeah. But as long as we know what our end goal is and in some sort of like perspective in a way that's like, yeah, I believe that too. I think, yeah, I would like to live like that. Oh yeah. I could hundred percent see myself doing that in the future in five years. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Super, just super simple, super easy to like, I feel like that's something that most people kind of just, float over because a lot of people just get into relationships because someone's hot or because someone is funny. It's like, it's not about that. It's, it's like, of course you have to be attracted to the person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's, it's so much more. It's their heart. It's their soul. It's their personality. It's the way that you feel when you spend time with them. And it's the way that you feel when you spend time with them with long for long, long periods of time. It's like, it's something unlike you've ever seen before in a relationship, but it's hard to find. Yeah. Let me ask you one more question. All right. What's up? Similar to the family part, we made a we captured a moment. Let's capture another one here. All right. This is a little video for your future significant other. All right. What is something that they should know about you about dating purple vector? 
about dating me or about what's happening right now in the present that's actually the future? All right. Give me either. I don't know what's happening. I don't know uh, if we have a kid. If we did, it probably wasn't on purpose yet. <laughs> I'm kidding, I think. <laughs> but I would like to say that uh, I love you so much. There's nothing that you could ever do, you could ever say, that would give me to leave. I'm with you forever, thick and thin. No, I'm not a... Uh, you probably come to find I'm not the uh, easiest one to be so lovey-dovey, but uh, I definitely treasure you with everything that I am. And uh, you're hot. I can't wait for someone to clip that and make that their new follow alert. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, to your community, you're welcome, all right? That was beautiful, dude. I love that. I love that. That's Thanks. stunning. I, I love the the the. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm an emotional boy myself. All right, don't let the the humor fool you. I love the heartstrings. It gets me every time. All right. Do you know the yeah. old saying by Jimmy Valvano? I don't know if you know Jimmy Valvano. He says every day of our lives, uh, you know, to have a full day is to laugh, cry, and be inspired. That's what I yeah. try to uh, embody in all these shows. And and talking with you, Sal. I think we've covered each point multiple times. It's been so much fun. I thank 100%. you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, that being said, all right, we're going to the third part of this show. I know, I know. All right, I know. I hope you got the stamina. Are you good? I got the stamina. All right, I know. This is the last part. Don't worry. But it's the community questions. So people have been sending in questions during the entirety of the show. I'm gonna try my best to get to as many as possible. Uh, uh, again, the rule, there's only one rule here, and it's that you don't have to answer any that you don't feel comfortable with. All right? Okay. Um, okay. So let's just get started here. Some of them are React Andes. This one says here, Sal, you're dope. Thank you for being such an amazing friend. Heart. Right there. Thank you. That's one on the clock. Um, why does uh, Sal bully his mods and VIP? Smiley face. It's because I love them. It's a, it's a, it's a form of endearment. It's I don't actually, if it ever comes across, all of my mods know if it comes across too much as like they legit feel like they're being bullied, they can message me immediately and I'll tell them how much I love them. So, uh, What has been the most fulfilling part of your streaming career so far? Fulfilling part, meeting people and uh, getting relationships. Uh, I mean, like some of my closest friends that I've that I that I consider at this current moment are people that I met online and that I can now interact with in person and people that are help leading me you know what I mean yeah amen what helped you to continue streaming when times were tough um it always just comes down to the relationships man it's the people that are that are that are watching the stream to whever asked that question it's like it's it's because of you that I can keep doing it, and I feel like that's super cliche. All content creators will say that's because of the viewers, but it's because of the it's 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 because of the love that you show me each time I hit that live button. What can you remember from the first stream as Purple Vector on the Color SMP? I remember wearing a tight ass turtleneck that was black and having slick 
slick backed spiky hair that was way too short <laughs> and i was trying to look emo as hell uh, that's what i remember and it was disgusting i looked terrible was that I the looked, move? I, dude i no, it wasn't and my yeah. eyes were so baggy bro i looked like i was wearing mascara and it was so bad it was yeah. so bad i'm all about like you know gender norms Psh, but yeah. i looked like i was wearing mascara bro, and i did not like it <laughs> I did not. <laughs> so right. bad fair play fair play uh what was someone who really inspired you and helped you throughout being a Twitch streamer or just an influencer as well? Hmm. Someone that inspired me as an influencer. I'd say at the current moment, one of the people that inspires me the most is my uh, my friend Preston. He's a incredibly just gifted man, super kind man. And uh, he's he's solid, solid dude, and I I look up to him. Nice. What's Sal's favorite anime besides One Piece? And technically, One Piece One Piece isn't even my favorite anime. It's my favorite manga. I haven't even really watched oh One gosh. Piece. Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh! I've read it. Oh I've read it. I've read <laughs> it. Um, let me think here. My favorite anime. That's such a hard question because I like I watch so many animes I forget ones. I don't even have a list because I'm an idiot. Um, mm, I'd have to say Blue Exorcist. It's my favorite anime. You don't have to know what that is, Mark. I have no idea. I know. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Blue Exorcist. All right, Blue Exorcist. Um, I'll read you the next six, all right? I'll read you the next six here, and then yeah. we'll move on to the next part of the show. It says, uh, oh, all right, this one's not even a question. Just why is Sal cringe? Um, I guess it is. Just There was just no question mark. I don't know. I don't know, man. You tell me. You tell me. Give me Give me a, a, a three-page thesis. I, at this point, I would just screenshot a few tweets, to be honest. <laughs> I yeah, think, fair, uh, I think uh, that, to be fair, I think there's some tweets there that I think we can we can dig up there. Whoever needs help with that thesis. Um, uh, would it be, no credit, that they don't give him credit for voice acting when they actually give him credits for the final project? I'm not sure what this means. You say, can you copy and paste it into our Discord? Uh, I can't give it to you in the Discord. Uh, Say it one more time then. It says, would it be, and then parentheses, no credit, and parentheses, that w- they don't give him credit for the voice acting when they actually gave him credits for the final project? I'm not very sure what this is referring to. Well, maybe maybe they're talking about some of the stuff I've done for Funimation. Hmm. Or possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're talking about that audiobook thing that I did because that was like yeah. a school thing. No, no, it no. might be for animation. I mean, I only do background characters mm. at the current moment. So it's like you'll hear like I've got like I've got about five minutes of different like random clips of my voice being in different shows. So it's like technically they don't need to f- credit me in the show because I'm a side like I'm not even a side character. It's background. So mm-hmm. it's like you'll have like five lines. <laughs> so but I mean, I they do credit me in the final thing. If you look online, if you just type in like Salbonomy anime mm-hmm. or Salbonomy IMDb, you'll see some stuff listed. Nice. Uh, not streaming related, but more voice acting. Uh, what has been your favorite role? 
favorite role was a skater boy on Skate the Infinity that essentially, uh, uh, well, it's two parts. I roasted the main character as a skater boy, mm-hmm. and then I, I essentially was telling that character again on a different episode that, uh, he is, uh, he's totally like an extra and that he's not good enough compared to this other person. <laughs> the dude was a total chotch, but it was, it was so fun to play because it was the most lines I'd done in a show. I did 18 lines for that one character in that show. So mm-hmm. it was like a lot. Nice. So I was like super happy to do it. You're ready to really dig into this person. No, <laughs> yeah, just, just clown on him. Last three here. Last three. All right. First one says, hi, you are literally so sweet, strong, and wise, and I'm very excited to meet you uh, better very soon. So glad uh, you make this feel like a family, not just uh, for money or fame. Never stop smiling. You have a wonderful one. And that's from Say uh, Heart. Um, Thank you. And the next, one he- the next one here reads, hey, Sal, been loving learning more about you tonight. What has been one of the most memorable, happy moments in your life, inside or outside of content creation? Uh, and keep being awesome, my guy. One of the happiest moments in my life. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I went to a retreat in Northern California. Um, it was gone for about two weeks away from all electronics. Uh, I stayed alone in the woods about 36 hours with my little Eno, my uh, little bit of food, but I had to get rid of it, though, late at night because there could be bears, and my Bible. And I was there for about 36 hours, and I felt so content because it was just nature, and it was just life. And I didn't feel like I owed anything to anybody. I didn't feel like I was less or more or Mm -hmm. anywhere in between. I just felt alive. And seeing the sunset at night, seeing the sun rise in the morning and spending time doing things around that area that essentially kept me rooted in who I am, being able to experience something like that is something I would have never expected that I would have been able to do. but it was a brilliant moment in my life, and it's one of the happiest moments that I can think of right now. Yeah, I like that. I have to ask, was it with an organization called Young Life? It was not. It's okay. actually it's called JH Ranch. Uh, oh, yeah. I've heard of this. I've heard of uh, this. Yeah. That's wild. Super, super nice. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Oh, my gosh. This is. I'm starting to connect some pieces here. All right, so there's, again... More connected than I thought, all right? Just don't let the, oh, the, the internet don't fool you. All right, one last thing here. It's asking, tell the bell ringer joke. So I'm, <laughs> I got to get comfortable for this one, all right? Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Four minute oh, yeah. and 21 second joke. <laughs> Let's see it. I love comedy. I'm a stand-up uh, comedian aficionado, so I judge this heavily. Oh, so let's you, see what you got. You're going to hate me heavily after this. All okay. Right. All right. So... I always forget the name of the guy, so we're just going to call him John. Essentially, there was this town, and we're going to call this town Town. And in this town of town, there were, uh, there, there were no uh, telephones. There were no ways of telling time. There was uh, only one thing that you could do in order to uh, 
I'm looking at the chat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they, they're all mm -hmm. freaking out. Um, there's only one thing that you could do to be able to tell the time at this, at the town of town. Okay. And in that, that position that had to be filled was the bell ringer. Mm. And since the birth of this town, there's always been a bell ringer. And this man was named John. This town has been around for about 40 years. John's in his 60s. And he has yet to been able to settle down because he has this job occupation. Now, what this occupation does as the bell ringer, every single hour of every single day, he would hit the bell so that people would know what time it was. And the only reason that they were able to know in the first place at the time, uh, what time it was, is because there's a plot hole in the story. Now, let's continue. Um, so he hits the bell every single hour of every single day, keeps the time ready for people. And essentially, uh, one day he decides. Okay, I need to settle down. I need to take care of my crops. I need to take care of my wife even more because I'm 60 and I've been doing this job for 40 years. I need to get someone else to do this job. What am I to do? Mm -hmm. So he starts sending out flyers all around the town. Uh, he's like, hey, come try out for this job. Uh, literally, all you have to do is ring a bell. Okay, here's this, here's that, here's this. Eventually, someone ends up calling him. And he's like, yes. Yes, finally. Person calls, hey, is this, uh, is this the, by the way, they don't actually have, they have like the dial-up telephone, so they can't sell this on this dial-up. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So he's yeah, like, you. hey, is this, uh, is this the bell ringer job application? Is this bell ringing tower? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's John. It's like, they're like, John? I have no idea who you are. Either way, I'm ready to have the job. It's like, okay, well, can you come up tomorrow at like 12? And he's like, sure. And he comes up. And the weird thing about this guy was that he had no arms. Pulled up, no arms. He's like, okay, well, how are you going to ring the bell if you don't have any arms? It's like, okay. He winds back, and he smacks his head on the bell. John's like, okay, I guess do that if you want. Yeah. If I don't have to pay for any brain damage, I don't have to pay for any problems, then I guess then that's that. Uh, you know, the job is yours. So. This guy, whoever it is ringing the bell, does it for months. And one day, for some reason, it stops. Now, John's been working at his farm for this entire time, and he's been able to actually spend time with his wife uh, for the first time in 40 years. And he gets worried. So he's like, okay, gives it a couple more hours, still doesn't hear a bell. He can, uh, he can assume that the time has passed. So he goes back to the tower, and no one's there. Super confused. Either way, I guess he now has to do, do this job again. So he's doing it. He's figuring it out. He's like, I guess I'm going to go back to my bell ringing job until I freaking die. So every single hour of every single day, he's hitting that bell, doing this, doing this job. His wife's mad at him because she has to do all the crops now. And one day, the sheriff comes around. And he uh, essentially walks up to the bell ringing office, and he sees John in there. And he asks, hello, sir. How are you doing today? Uh, and he says, I'm doing fantastic, sir. I'm just doing my job. And he said, speaking of which, uh, we have an identification on someone who has actually past worked uh, here. Um, and I believe they actually worked here last whenever you uh, gave the job to them. And he's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that guy, that guy. I was curious where he went. Well, here's a photo of him. Mans was dead on the ground. And he's like, we don't know the course of death or 
what he did, but is there any way that you know what his name is? Well, John, being the man that he was, he didn't remember, but one thing that he could remember is that his face rang a bell. This this joke could have been 30 seconds long. <laughs> it could have. It could have. It could have. Holy cow. Really going to tell me the man's occupation. I thought you were going to tell me what he ate for dinner, the marriage. Uh, you know, your community might be on to something, guys. This guy is a little bit cringe. Nah, I'm joking. I, I, I respect the storytelling. I'll give you that credit and the longevity of it. But gee, I'm gonna, I mean, here's a little tip, all right? In college, they teach you to speak and write with word counts. I think in comedy and in life, it's short and sweet, man. We don't got time. This this man, that's all of this, that's the point? That's the point? It's supposed to be so long and so drawn out that it doesn't even feel like a joke anymore. It just feels like a story. Yeah, I honestly, I honestly kind of blacked out in the middle of the story, and I still... It, it I, like I still got it. I still got the punch. Like, again, if the punchline is there, I didn't need the middle part. Maybe we just, you know, we just bring it the shit together. I don't know. That's just that's. Hey, Ugh. you tell me when the the purple vector roast is coming on, my man's. I will oh. be the first one there signing up. All right, I will do a good five minutes for you. All right, please. This you're is literally just gonna, you're just gonna retell the joke word for word. <laughs> We're like there's this man named John in the yeah. town of town. This this actually this video has just become non monetizable on YouTube because of that joke. All right, it was, they're just like, oh, this is too brutal. We can't. No. We're not allowed to show a Moida on screen. All right, we can't. We can't show this man bombing that joke. No. So no. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate your time. Here's the thing. All right, thank you so much for the joke. So that's that's the show. Well, that's most of the show. You still got one last thing to do here. All right. But much like anything in life, before we get there, much like anything in life, nothing's free. So I need two things from you, all right, Sal? Two things. The first thing I need is uh, I want you to go on the back end, okay, and choose a name that isn't myself, Ahmad, or a current VIP. Choose a name? Just a random name? Any name. Any name. Doesn't matter. Hmm. I'm just I'm I'm looking. Cause here's the deal. Then I feel like there's favoritism here. But then I was like, I don't want to be eh. favoritism. It's hard. It's hard to you know, to 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 choose. I mean, it's hard to have favorites on this. This is like literally in the spot in the moment. I'm just telling you, to choose a name. You know. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's true. But what you got? Okay. Well, I guess we can go with uh. Good old Loon Eternal. Loon Eternal. Loon Eternal. Let me make sure they're here. Uh, Loon Eternal. There you are. Why'd you choose Loon Eternal? Out of curiosity. Uh, Nia's a member of the community. Been around for a long time. And uh, they're super kind and sweet. And I know they'd be incredible here as well. There you are. And as easy as that, Loon Eternal, you got VIP. All right. There it is. It's simple. It's easy. However, Sal, I only have five. I'm only allowed to have five that aren't tournament related. So you're going to choose one of those five to be removed right here right now. All right. I'm going to put it in the chat, but I will read it over again. We have Waffle Yos. We have Valen Globe, who I've seen here today. We have Artist yeah. Jupiter, Starry Audrey, and Feet. Your choice. <laughs> Your choice. Wait, I was allowed to pick someone that wasn't in the chat? 
Uh, they had to be in the chat. They had to be. Okay. To be fair, wait, they had to you be in had, the chat. Wait, you had feet in your chat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday, yeah. Last Friday. Why? I covet that. What you uh, you covet feet or what, what do you mean you? No, uh, just feet in your chat, like the 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 username. All right, yeah, all right, buddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting uh getting ready for a twit longer coming soon. All right. <laughs> what do you got? My, you know what? Oh, people are gonna hate me if I get rid of feet. And I don't. But here's man. the deal: feet. Yeah, it's like, but here's the deal. It's like everybody else. It's like I feel like there's personification. Like those are actual names, and then there's just feet, and that's not. I feel like that's not a person, but I know it's a person. It's true too. Your choice. Ah, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I don't want to be an asshole, but goodbye, waffle. Waffle, sorry, waffle. I mean, they got any time to win it back, you know. So no pressure. Just come through here again and be present. Um, the second thing I need from you, Sal. All right. We've been in this call for three hours and roughly 15 minutes, all right? Yes. And we've gotten to talk about your time here on Twitch, about your family, about your friends, your education, your work history, uh, a bit about your romantic history. Uh, we got to answer some community questions. So let me ask you this, all right? I'm always on the lookout for people to, to join in their communities, to watch and enjoy on my free time, as well as to possibly interview on this show. But the way I like to do it is this. Who would you be interested in watching, Purple Vector? Who would you be interested in watching go through the ringer with me and experience the exact same thing that you have yourself? Oh, my. Uh, that's... I, I don't even know. That's mm. like... I'm trying to decide here. Um, you know... I think someone that I would really like to see go through this experience would definitely be Red, Red Factor. Uh, I think that would be something super fun to watch yeah. and su super, super enlightening to just know a little bit more about them. Nice. You want to do a little bit of an ad with me right here, right now? Let's do it. Let's do some improv. All right. The one thing that I'm going to do, I have, a little, I have a little script in my mind that I always do, usually less than a minute long, and I'll say it. And then the one question I'm going to do, and I pass it over to you, is I'm going to ask you, Sal, what you can possibly, possibly say to convince Red Vactor to do the show. All right? Yeah. Easy as that. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to look into the camera here. Yo, 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 yo. My name is Moms the Host, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio. Today's very special guest is Purple Vactor, and we've reached the part of the show where I asked them who they would be interested in learning about their life uh, both online and off, and Red Vector, your name came up. So this is an open invite to you. If you have the time and interest, I would love to have you. I would love to learn about your life, both here on Twitch, on YouTube, and beyond. But Purple, what is something that you could possibly say to convince Red Vector to join this show? Dude, I'll just play Apex Legends with you and buy you that Lego Pride set that you couldn't get at the mall. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a shot. Come through, come through, all right? And done, clip, done, clipped and shipped. Someone get that for me, I appreciate that. Jeez Louise, just one, you see that purple? We're made for YouTube, all right? One shot wonders. We don't need another, we don't need more takes. That's it. You were ready for that, man. You uh, you know how to do it. You, no wonder, that's that voice acting coming in. I have it all written out here just in case I forget. But, but Sal, dude, 
thank you so much for your time. All right. I appreciate the time we've gotten to spend together. Um, there is one last part of the show. Okay. And it's this. It's a surprise segment. If you haven't watched the show before, you have got no idea what's about to happen. Uh, this show, Inside the Streamer Studio, was inspired by a 90s television show called Inside the Actor's Studio, where hmm. actors, actresses, and entertainers would join uh, the host, James Lipton, in his classroom and auditorium. And he would have these long-form interviews. They would talk about their upbringing. They would talk about literally the same topics we have, as well as their work in media. And so as an homage to that show and to honor the, the, the man that recently passed away himself, I end my show the exact same way he did for 23 years. All right? He asked each and every one of his guests the same 10 questions. And I'm going to do that here tonight. There's only three rules to this part of the show. One, you have to answer every question. No exception. Okay. Two, I'm not going to talk aside from reading you the question. I'm going to read you the question. I'm not even going to react to your answer. You'll have your time to answer. I'll wait for a moment of pause, and I'll read you the next one. Okay. And the last thing you got to do is to keep your answer within one thought. So not one paragraph, not one word, just one sentence will do. Okay? okay. Afterwards, uh, we'll wrap up the show by me telling you exactly what I learned about you or from you by interviewing you for over three hours and a half. All right, and I'll give you the final word. Sounds good? Okay. You, uh, you ready, Purple? I'm so ready. All right. <clears throat> yes. Question one. What is your favorite word? Papaya is my favorite word. What is your least favorite word? Cooch. What turns you on? Women turn me on. What turns you off? Men turn me off. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Wind chimes. I love wind chimes. What sound or noise do you hate? The sound of nails on a chalkboard. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> Dick. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? I would like to try acting, not voice acting. 
What profession would you not like to do? Hamburger maker. And lastly, Sal. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did well. I'm happy you had a relationship with me. Come on in. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, Purple Vector. Purple, dude, Sal. Good job. Congrats, dude. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the crew. Welcome to the club here of, of, uh, of more people sharing their lives, sharing their story. Here's the thing, all right? I, uh, give me a moment here. Give me a moment uh, of what I learned from you that I would like to share. All right? Okay. Um, one thing that I sadly don't talk about or share too much online because I know how polarizing it is, is religion. You know, mm -hmm. I, I myself am as well a Christian and the way in which you've, you've really put forth love as the narrative and the main focus is something I, I, uh, it's what I too resemble and, 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 and put forth above anything else. Yeah. I also believe that people are put into your life for a reason. It's not coincidental. Whether it be someone that uh, you, know, you needed to, to learn from or, or someone that's there to, to uplift you, people are there for a reason. And this conversation with you tonight is a testimony to that. There was so many things you said through the course of this show that resonated so deeply in me that like I, I had to catch myself from being emotional you know this is my job I got to do my job but I look at you and I see a young man that's wise beyond his years I see an individual who not only loves his community but is also in love with what he's doing his passion here in content creation and his passion for for wanting to be a difference maker in this space Thank you, man. It was during, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even, I'm not. <laughs> it was during your, your time when you're talking about your family where that really spoke deeply too. I don't know. Maybe it's the seasons changing. Maybe it's something else. I'm getting older. But the way you spoke about your parents, man, that is something that I, I, I realized I need more of. The way that you, you treat people is something that I know I need to do more of. I, I you know, don't let the comedy and the, the, the frills of the show fool you, man. I'm very much human. You know, who cares if I'm 28? Just because I live more life does not mean I'm susceptible to making mistakes. Oh, yeah, man. But you've, and, and like I said, humbly, I've got a decade on you. But you've, you've, you've taken us to church here. This was not an interview. This was not even a conversation. This was a testimony. And Sal, I, I humbly, I thank you so much for your time. I thank you for being uh, that beacon of light during some tough weeks that I've, that I've personally had. And, um, you know, I've have of the shows. I would love to have you. Um, you're a homie. And, and like I said, like you, you are someone who's wise beyond his years. And, and I just, I, I, I resonate with that. I resonate with people that are able to speak candidly and freely and from the heart. 
And I mean, this place, content creation, let's, let's be honest, I'm going to break the fourth wall again. It can get a bit phony. That's including yeah. myself. You know, we're putting on a show sometimes. But for you to come here and share your story with your community, hell, with people that don't even know you, is something that I, I respect and I love and I thank you for endlessly. Sal. It's not Purple Vector, it's Sal. So um, I want to give you the last word, though. What is something you would like to say to all those that are watching live here on, uh, I almost said Twitter, on Twitch and the live <laughs> in the future on YouTube or listening on Spotify? Go ahead. Regardless of your situation or circumstance, there is so much more for you. Like, you have no idea. You have no idea how much better your life can be and what will happen in the future, even if there are downs. You have so much in plan for you. And uh, it's going to be incredible. Just wait. It's going to be awesome. Just wait. I love that. And you're right. There's so much more. But, Sal, this is where we go our separate ways, all right? I'll DM you after the show. Again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here, all right? For sure. All thank right. you so much for being a part of it. Of course, of course. We'll keep in touch, all right? Take care, take care. See ya. Peace.